Hey, Toadsheads, it's Dan, your favorite Dan, mm. here before the show wow. to remind you about the way you feel about me, which is full of respect. And right back at you, I have respect for you. Speaking of respect, it's almost Respect Listener Opinions Month, the very special month where you pick the movie. So right now, you can go to respect.totesregal.com. There will be a form and you can nominate movies for Respect Listener Opinion Month, also known as Lomnoms. And Perfect. then starting April 2nd, go back back to respect.totesregal.com and you will be able to vote on everything nominated unless we hate it and the winner <laughs> will win and be watched for our may episode thank you very much once again that is respect.totesregal.com and i am the best dan bye damn it <laughs> this episode of totes recall this extra special extra sode episode is brought to you by executive producer josh young josh Thank you for being such an incredible totes head and Patreon member. And thank you for executive producing this podcast where you will soon be revealed the title of the movie that we are watching. (laughs) Ignore what you see on your screen. (laughs) Don't look. Just push play. Just push play. Wait, you already did. Recall. Welcome to Toad's Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well. We push pause in the recording and we push play on the movie. Oh. And on eating two pizzas and two salads. Thank you, patrons. Then come back. Second half of the show and the record is us talking again about that same movie. How'd it go for us this time? We find out. We remember it better for sure, 100%. Hopefully. And see how it held up in this day and age given our 35 years of age. My name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie, this very extra special extra soda episode Ooh. is Mannequin. Wow. Yeah. A movie. Yes. It is a movie. We are told it's a movie. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> you have. Probably. I have the same I have the same feeling. I honestly do not know if I have seen it or not. I have definitely seen part of it. I yeah. have a memory of sitting on my fainting couch. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Back up. Has this where, detail never been revealed? No. Where? In what phase of your life did you have a, fa- a fainting couch? Uh, it is still in my father's home. Okay. And it was there. On his estate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it was there my whole life, I think. Yeah. Um, I believe it's a antique heirloom quite furniture piece. So wow. probably real ladies, like 1800s ladies have fainted? Potentially. Jaquet clan. I don't know the full provenance of the fainting couch, but it was our, it's the couch in the TV room. Nice. Uh, that and the rocking chair were the two pieces we sat upon and then someone usually had to sit on the floor. Sure. Um, but I was watching it like it was on TV. This was a, I caught part of it on cable. And I can't say how much of it I watched, but I remember the only scene I remember. We're in a department store, big staircase, mm-hmm. mannequins coming down the staircase. No. Great. Oh, like animated mannequins? Or like no. people? Like the actor. Do we is... know the premise of this movie as no, a group? I, oh. I don't know okay. anything about this movie because I think 
people know this about me. I am terrified of mannequins. I did not know I that. I think it came up once like eight years ago I don't, on the show. Okay, terrified's not the right word. Like I, I can go into a department store and be okay. fine, but they give me the creeps. They're weird. I always feel like there's somebody standing behind me or watching me and it just, I don't like that feeling. I had a friend in college whose mother was a... Mannequin? Seam, <laughs> seamstress, oh. tailor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some Tinker, spy. Yeah. Uh, and we went to her house once and I had never been there before. And it was there in the evening. So like the sun had recently Ooh, set. And witching hour. Yes, indeed. And on her front porch mm. were a number Oof. of dress forms and mannequins that were like very creepily lit. What's the dress form? It's, oh. Is that what it sounds like? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm so is glad. It? I don't know. Actually, it, what do you is, think it sounds like? Yeah. It's like a mannequin, but it's just like waist down. Or maybe Waist shoulder down. down. It's like just the dress part. <laughs> just the There's hips. no head. It's a torso. There's no basically. legs. Yeah. No arms. Yeah. Torso. It's a torso. But, but it's, it's but it's kind of like a. It yeah. can. Like it doesn't have, have you to. Have seen Project Runway? Some of it. That's there what they you use. go. They're using dress forms, and so you can pin into it, right? It's not mm. like hard plastic. And some of them are like adjustable, and you can expand them in different okay. ways to fit yeah. whatever. I think it's what I'm thinking. Size. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I that sounds terrifying. There was a part of me that just like, is this even his mom's house? Like, did I have I been lured here? Oh by, no, by, by an evil witch, an yeah. evil murderer. But they're very. It's very creepy. It's unsettling. Like cardboard cutouts can do that too. Just sure. like the silhouette. Yeah, dolls. They're like big dolls. Oh, right? definitely oh, dolls. Yikes. Yeah, I I think it's so interesting the evolution of mannequins over time. Like now, sometimes I'm they're listening. just torsos. Oh. Oh. Um, and people are using more creative ways to show clothing. Mm-hmm. Also, um, more body types represented in mannequins mm-hmm. these days, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I can handle most mannequins, but a disassembled mannequin, Oof. for whatever reason, Terrifying. triggers the idea that it will assemble itself yes. and start walking Ooh. towards me. But like assemble itself wrong. Oh, right. I didn't even think about that. So but like yeah, one of the there's arms just is a leg. Yeah, like, yeah, there must have been something that I've seen that was there created a that idea. In Blade Runner, there were like weird oh. doll toy things. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Oh man, this reminds me when I was in college, there was a friend of mine uh, who <laughs> Yuri, who um, is an artist, oh. and she did her art form for her senior project was dolls that she created, but she gave them all pubic hair. Wow. Uh, that's college art. That's, yeah. Oh yeah. That's college the most art. College art that's yes. amazing. I love it. Uh, gave them pubic hair on their pubic region? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. It, I mean, it's college, baby. Was it true. real pubic hair? I don't think it was real. Okay. Oh, okay. But I that's think it was college, made, baby. Yeah. Yeah. it was made to be pretty realistic. Like Merkins. Like she got some merkins oh, yeah. and she put them on. Uh, no, I mean, it was, they was handcrafted. You could handcraft a merkin. I guess so. You can like go to merkinsupplierstore.com or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just saying there were no shortcuts. Yeah. Excellent dolls. Excellent yeah. pubic hair. They were all. <laughs> this long. movie has Kim Cattrall in it. Okay. Oh. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's already too much information. Beth. Yeah. The oh. unions are demanding. <laughs> They've reached a tentative agreement. They've reached a tentative agreement with the AMTP, but one of the stipulations is that you at least do a Union Strong Totes pre-call of the movie Mannequin. Okay. 
I also have not seen it, but I know I three facts about it. I don't know if I've seen it. it. That's why I'm hesitant On to join in. You said you didn't. Mm. Well, I, I only Danjaquette claimed. But I filled that out years ago, didn't I? That doesn't matter. Your memory is no better now. But what if I've seen it since then? You definitely you have would not. know. You would know. That's not true. <laughs> In the okay. last nine years? All right. Come on. I think you can join in because I okay. think it's more I'll fun. do the time. All right. I have a timer. Uh, three, two, one, go. I don't know if this is a scary movie or like a comedy. <laughs> Great. Keep going. Roll with uh, it. So like if it's scary, there's a mannequin in a department store or mannequins yeah. and they come to life okay. and they are terrorizing the town. Ooh, there is a man who works in the mall. I don't even know if it's for this department store, but he is horned up for that mannequin. Okay, so oh, it's maybe uh, not a scary movie. Molly's it could be. It still could be. Is, well, it could be a scary rom-com. Yes. Okay. Where a man fantasizes about a mannequin and they ride a motorcycle together. Okay. <laughs> And uh, nobody 15 understands. Seconds. 15 seconds left. Sorry, I'm taking notes. Too. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is somehow an Egyptian curse involved because oh. this was the 80s and every 80s movie is insane. What? Wow. Okay. Uh, Time. Love. <laughs> love. <laughs> I have to apologize. That was not my best timekeeping. Wow. Wow. I was distracted. What is it? Molly Chase doing the yeah. times wow. today? Come on. I was also Up taking top. notes, which I also did poorly. <laughs> Cell phone. Amazing. There's no way this movie is not like bonk nanas, right? But it is a rom com, right? I think so. I okay. believe it's a so rom com. No, it's not scary. It's not I mean, it could scary. still be scary. Okay, I'll find it scary, but no one else. I will. feel like there are still elements that could yeah. be very disturbing. Here's okay. my, as the expert of the table, your fainting count review. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there is a man who works in the department store. He okay. is horned up. Yeah. He's maybe like the night watchman for the mannequin. Or just for in the general, store. I think he's horned up for the store. <laughs> oh, no, he sorry, loves for the, the brand. <laughs> he's horny for commerce. <laughs> it's the eighties. Yeah. He is, of course, he's horny for commerce. <laughs> Everybody was. Am I right? You're right. Greed is good. Uh, um, the mannequin comes to life, oof. whether and then he falls in love. They and fall so, in love, but the mannequin's only a human lady at night, like a werewolf. <gasps> yeah. Uh, well, is this like a Twilight Zone episode? Whoa. And I feel like there's a Twilight Zone episode like this. And then bad. during the day, back to mannequin. And so he's got to navigate. Like, I'm falling in love with this woman, but she's only available in the night. Uh-huh. And a mannequin during the day. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Okay. Wow. I, I have questions, though. Yeah. So you mentioned an Egyptian curse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is that Night of the Museum also? I don't know. Well, I mean, that is not. This is why I'm not sure if I've seen this movie because that detail is like in my head. And I feel yeah. like that is a detail I would only know if I had actually watched this movie. Yeah. Like, does she wish or does he wish so hard that she's alive that she becomes alive? That or seems is there. Correct. Or like okay. maybe an ancient Egyptian jewelry is placed upon the mannequin oh. or something like, like a Frosty the Snowman situation. Yeah. Oh. I think he. I wills think, it? I think he, he horns wills, her. Into I think he horns her. Into <laughs> ah, yes. And I don't. I think she. That is like her birth. She's not like a woman trapped in a curse. I see. I think she comes into existence the first night she turns into a woman. Is she like mutual? Is she into him or? I think not at first. She's mm. got. I think she's into freedom. Yeah, she's figuring oh, out no. what it means to be human. Yes. And then 
in the end, they bang. Probably. What? That's, That's I'm just the whole it out thing? There. I bet they bang. Great. That's the, the conclusion of the movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like I he's got to find a, make her a real, a real girl. Yeah. But a woman. Woman. Yeah. And that's like how pin- they do it? Pinocchio stuff. Ooh, maybe, yeah. Kind of, right? Maybe like they bang very... their way to reality. Is she, okay. <laughs> is she, when she's born, yeah. like, is she being born into existence at that moment in time? And all of a sudden, like, she's sentient and self-aware and there's like a whole, like, I got to learn how to walk kind oh, of thing. I thought there's going to be some comedy of like, it's night. Oh, something crashed upstairs. Oh. He's got to go check it out. And there's a lady oh. now. And she like goes, how do I walk? Okay. But think, is, has she been bang. like trapped inside of this? Like, like, did she like observe everything? Yeah, and is she all aware of, sudden, of her she's world? Like, ah, I'm alive. I don't think so. Okay. I think she's only aware when she's a human woman. Dan's okay. bet there is an evil commerce man who oh, owns the store yeah. who somehow gets in the way of their romance. And he's either going to f- maybe fire the Night Watchman or, or like shred the mannequins. Yeah, we need all new just that mannequins. His friends think he's nuts. We're mm. going to have, oh, yeah, we're going to have some. Best friends. Best friends. Nice. And then is it Andrew Shu who is the, oh. no, that's the wrong name. The gentleman? The gentleman oh. was from uh, Pretty in Pink. Mm. He's the Shea. heartthrob from. I don't know. He seems like a Matthew Broderick type, but it's not He's him. not. No, he was from the teen movies. And this was supposed to be his big breakout oh. as the lead. And it did not go well. Oh. From wow. uh, That's what I remember. I was alive when this movie came out. I Braggy. guess I should start with that. Oh, wow. Wait, weren't we all? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Some of us are 80s. older than others, even though we're all 35. Oh, this is in the 80s. Oh, I guess you said King Patrol. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, yes. seven, 87. I'm saying 87. I'm going to say 86. Oh, I was going to say 86. So you're, I'll say 85. You're allowed to double. For me to be alive in the 80s, it would have to be 89. Mm. Is that what you're going to say? Sure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I have no idea. If it's 89, does that mean you were... A mannequin? Yeah. <gasps> I I don't know. I, think I mean so. that I think seems that's right. What it means. Like just like a doll. And that's a how gap. that's how babies. Dolls are baby be. mannequins. What? What? Yeah. Are dolls the babies of mannequins? No, yeah. don't they make child mannequins? Though? But they don't make they do. They don't baby, make man- baby mannequins. Ooh. Oh, they do actually. Do they? Mm-hmm. Don't they have the little ones that are like crawling? Oh, uh, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah, they put little onesies on them. Those ones are scary. I'm not scared by adult mannequins, but baby mannequins. I'm less afraid about that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. I guess we oh. got to team up. Yeah. I guess you didn't. You had you. You needed to watch Train Spotting one thousand times as a teenager <laughs> to be terrified of. Is there a scary baby oh, mannequin? Yes. There is. Holy shit! In There's a baby yes. crawling across the ceiling. Oh. oh. People are tripping. It's fucked. And that's yeah. what they see. Okay. And then yeah. it's Heroin. awful what happens to that baby. Yeah. It's mm. a real baby? Well, it's a hallucination of a babe, a real baby. Oh, that is not cared for because yeah. of yes. heroin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, spoiler mm-hmm. for the movie Train Spotting. The moral of the story is heroin is bad. Yeah. yeah. Teens, oh. hey, cool it. Don't do heroin. Yeah. Ewan McGregor still looks good. <laughs> oh, he looks like so good. I had baby. the biggest crush on Ewan McGregor. That movie. And I was like, is it okay that I have a crush on a guy who just looks like he's strung out on heroin? I mean, I feel like that movie was like the, this, this episode is about the movie Mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. That movie, like, I feel like brought in sort of like the new, the most modern era of like heroin chic. Yeah. Right. Where it's just like. People were just like into dudes who looked like they were not taking care of themselves. That's fair. Yeah. Oh man, I still have a huge crush on Ewan McGregor. Yeah, who doesn't? I don't. I'm sure I haven't met people. a single person yet that I've remembered to ask about it. 
<laughs> yeah. You're not just running down the street like, how do you feel about Ewan McGregor? Yeah. <laughs> well, mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. I think the uh, curse, I don't want to go as far as curse. Blessing. I think the end of the movie, blessing. <laughs> Hashtag bless. He's got to break it, right? That's the way this, I mean, there are sequels to this movie. Okay. What? There's definitely a mannequin too. There Ooh, might becomes, be a mannequin What if he three. becomes a mannequin so he can be with her? Man, wow. Man. Because it's got to be that his <laughs> obstacle is getting to her, right? He's mm. got, people have to think he's nuts. Right. Yeah. And he's like, Losing touch with the reality. I think he starts to lose parts of his ooh, life. Ooh, yeah. What do you think, ooh. Dan? Dan's bet. The part of the blessing is that other people cannot see her, even at nighttime. Like oh. she just, if they walk by, it just looks like he's having a fun conversation with a mannequin. Oh, yeah. Because there's a oh. mannequin looking. Yes. Oh, no. So that's why they think he's so nutty. See, this is a scary movie. <laughs> I think he's going to have an overbearing mother mm. who is trying to set him up oh, with that. real women. Yeah. And he like goes on a date, but no one is as good as mannequin. mannequin. Yeah. Well, and there's that movie that came out more recently. Yep, there's some of those. <laughs> well, no, where uh, one of the characters' girlfriend is a blow-up doll. Oh, Lars, Lars and the, the Real, real girl? girl? Yeah, Lars That's and the Real Girl. Maybe 10 years old. Well, yeah. it's newer yeah. than 1980-something. Yeah, yeah. Get off your high horse. Wow. <laughs> it reminds me... <laughs> A bit I just saw her recently. Mm, and okay. that's similar, except for in her, everyone just like accepts the relationship like yeah. immediately. And there's like mm-hmm. a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which I liked about that movie. I yeah. was like, oh, it's not about him being crazy. It's right. about society yeah. or something. It's a love story in a way. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mannequin. I'm pretty I'm pretty <laughs> concerned. Oh, I don't know. I you know what? I don't think that Josh Young would steer us wrong. No. And I'm sure no. in the second half we get to find out why Josh picked this movie. Yes. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that, Josh Young, executive producer of this podcast. We are grateful, and I'm sure you have incredible taste in movies. I mean, I was excited. <laughs> and so this one is not going to be awful. I was excited because, like I said, like there's no way this movie isn't just like bonkers i think it's bonkers right like that has to be at least part of the motivation for josh's pick yeah it's, I like, think it's got intense late 80s yeah magic I energy mean, just the premise alone on paper you're already like someone made this movie right <laughs> yeah. like, what types of things do they do when she's around like when okay so she's in a target she has to learn no there's, no way there's target specifically target was there not is, cool in 85 okay there is a movie about a night guy at target he gets up to shen- 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 shenanigans with mannequins wow mannequin shenanigans trademark that's ours yeah that's hey. the reboot mannequin shenanigans, mannequin shenanigans. <laughs> I remember that movie. There's because that. No, you don't. What's the movie called? I don't know. He's a target, <laughs> but he like gets all the stuff because it was like a cool. It was a cool. I've had that uh, desire to be like, what if no one was around uh-huh. and you could just use all the stuff in a big store uh-huh. and it was like cool and fine, mm-hmm. no consequences. Either it's the apocalypse or you're the night watchman. Uh-huh. Pick one. <laughs> okay and you can like just you can like sit in a lawn chair sure. this movie you can like sit in a lawn chair and like drink a soda pop and yep. like play music yeah. as loud as you want and then and but, this happens in a target in a movie you're sure exists yes okay <laughs> uh get at us wherever we exist to tell me what movie i'm thinking of discord facebook we're on instagram instagram threads threads are we you What's know what we're threads? not on uh. yeah Whatever X is. We're not. Yeah, X is our X. Send us an email. 
Call us. Yeah, call us. 612-A-089-PUT-A-DUDE. Mm-hmm. Last two T's don't matter. No, the last four letters don't matter, but oh, you shit. do. Two T's a pod. 612-208-9788. It's been a while. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's been a while since we sung that oh. song. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been, yeah. It's been well, you know, it's also been a while since we talked about the Bechtel Wallace. Mm. Okay. Mm. We got Mannequin Lady, who has a name? She has to have God, a name. By the end. I hope she has a name. Does she name herself or does he name oh, her? Oh, I bet he, Molly's bet he names Ooh. her. Yeah, fair. Uh, but then it's her name. I bet it's something does like Chandra or something that seemed exotic and fun in Man- the 80s. Manic- Write that down. I'm making such good bets. <sighs> yeah, Dan. Sorry. Get off your high horse. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to. I might fall. <laughs> uh, okay, she's got a name. She's not going to talk to anybody. A woman, it, certainly Apparently not. she can't. Like during the day? Who else is going to show up? Mm-mm. Maybe mom comes at night. Night mom. That's, night a movie. Mom. That's our Ooh. movie too. Yeah. There's, Trademark. There's probably like a rich lady that comes in and comments on the outfit she's wearing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, or there's like shade. a cashier lady, mm. cashier rich lady interaction. I'm going to give a hopeful yes. Nice. I bet that there are at least two named women in the movie, but I don't think they're going to talk to each other. I agree with mm-hmm. that. I'm going to say no. Yeah. I want to know what they do on their dates. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get take, on a motorcycle. Let's take some bets. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So she can be like alive outside of the store. Yes. I think so. I think. Uh, why doesn't he just take her? Why doesn't he just take her? Oh, maybe he does. Maybe he takes her back to his apartment and then he's sunrise. Like, and he's like, Uh-oh. oh no, she's a mannequin. She needs like department store magic. Maybe. I feel like it's related to the sun. I feel like all of these questions were asked during the pitch <laughs> oh, meeting. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the mannequin rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take some bets on what they do on their dates. Okay. I'm going to say hot dog cart because I desperately want it to happen. Yeah. Well, now this is okay. That that is uh, it broadens our horizons. I think they can at least that leave they can go the outside because I was thinking they all had to be like department store uh, themed. I, I like the idea I of the lawn chair are, date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think there will be like some bench sitting next mm. to a river at a park or something. Okay, there's gonna be like a costume, the uh, fashion montage, totally. trying on outfits, for sure. outfit montage. Yeah. for sure. Uh, let's say tandem bicycle just for fun. <laughs> wow. Can, can she eat when she's alive? Great question. I yes. think so. I think she's, sure. I think she's fully a woman. And then the next day someone's like, what is going on? What is that smell? <laughs> and they open up one of the like old hot dogs. <laughs> masticated hot dog. Yeah. So gross. Uh, it's like raccoons trying to chew into the mannequin. <laughs> Yeah, like if something happens to her as a mannequin, does something happen to her? Oh, like if her arm falls off? Yeah, like if she like, they forgot to put her arm on the next day, is she not have an arm? That's got to be a moment where someone's like, I'm just going to move this mannequin. He's like, no. "No, no, no, no." Although is he working during the day too? I don't know. I just don't think he works there. I do. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love swing. that. Spicy how, bet. How does he get is there he at breaking night? in? Yeah, because he's so horny. Yeah. So no. he's outside like... He horns his way into he, the department listen, store. Caesar would have like, I got the, memory, the two <laughs> memories I have are backed up by gifts that I look through squinted eyes. Uh-huh. One, he stands Looking outside the window with his hands on the eyes. window, oh. longing oh, maybe for the mannequin inside. And two, they're on a motorcycle. Wow. Yes. Motorcycle's big. I feel like... Is she th- human or mannequin at that point? Both. Yes. So that's what I think gives Wait. credence to what Beth was saying. She's both a human and a mannequin on the motorcycle? That when other people see them together... Okay, for the record, I said see. that, but wow. that's fine. You can give Beth credit. Well, I said it a second time. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, and I maybe wrote it down. <laughs> 
what is it about her mannequin form that makes him so horned up? For like, like for that mannequin. Like, I'm just trying to think of like, yeah, they're all the same. like, yeah, I've not, I've not seen a mannequin before where I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Molly's okay. bet, and I'm making this up completely. Okay. He sees a beautiful woman out on the street. They have a wonderful night together. He's like, can I call you? And she says, no. Uh-huh. And he's like, but I have to know more about you. And she says, see you later. And she goes away and he chases after her oh. and then doesn't get to see her again. And then he sees a mannequin that looks just like her. He becomes obsessed with a mannequin and it turns mm. out that she is that mannequin. Oh, okay. wow. All right. So that is Molly's best. different than my conception, but I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, to me, that makes sense. Sure. That but, he would be like, oh, it reminds me of this woman. So she's but it turns a, out it was that woman. But yeah. she's living a full life and then she goes and She has autonomy in. over whether she looks like a woman or a mannequin. Whoa. That is my like thought. Like a tanuki suit in Mario. Sure, yeah. So she can make him look foolish if she wants to. Nice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she's just playing games with him. <laughs> yeah. Playing games with his heart and in the end Another he ends face. up <laughs> destitute and alone. Damn, Molly. Yeah, oh, I'm wow. Swinging. I love this. Okay. I didn't write any of that down, but yeah. I'm excited for it. Me okay. too. I hope it's that dark. I ran what? out of room and I decided my handwriting is atrocious tonight and it's going to be of no help to any of us. Wow. <laughs> Come on, buddy. It's okay. We believe in you. <laughs> wow. You can take notes if you want to. <laughs> you can turn that page aside. <laughs> you know, I have you ever re listened to that song, no. Safety Dance? Never. I was just driving the other day and I heard it come on and I listened to the lyrics and thought about when it came out and was just so overwhelmed. Like I almost cried (gasps) because it is such a beautiful song about acceptance and venturing outside of your regular group of people. And I was thinking about how in the eighties when it was just starting to be where people could be queer or at all different than anyone else. And like what, safety dance means Mm. and sure like everybody loves safety dance i think i was probably in fourth grade when it came out that was great uh but it has so much meaning it is such a good song Mm. i encourage toad's challenge yes listen to the song and pay attention to the lyrics and imagine yourself as a 1985 teen and tell me you don't want to cry just a little bit could be in this movie wouldn't that be something? That would be something. That would. Oh, oh man. Department Store Magic. Department Store Magic. Okay, let's go. Oh. Well, I how go are we going to rate this movie, Molly? We're going to rate this movie on mannequin shenanigans. Okay. How many? Is this like a prank show? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like how many episodes of yeah. mannequin shenanigans and it's executive produced by mannequins. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow. That added so, so much so to that. Are they, are they like, involved? Are they on camera at all though? The mannequins? Yeah. So okay. we, yeah, they're like the commentators when you get like B-list celebrities commenting on the pranks, but they just cut to a room full of mannequins being still. <laughs> yeah. But that's oh, the whole thing is like these mannequins set up scenarios where people are engaging with them. As oh, humans, sure. and then okay. they turn into a mannequin. Oh, these wow. are magic mannequins. I mean, listen, as far as we know, all mannequins, all mannequins, mannequins. do this. Yeah. See, it's like we have no I way to prove this. otherwise. It's true. <laughs> They're like trolls, like nor- classic Norwegian trolls that turn into oh, stone. Turn into stone. Like a tanuki suit. Yeah. <laughs> when they want to, or when people I think it's in the sun. Right? In the sun, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying they have full autonomy, okay. and they are punking us all the time. Oh, wow. So and they pretend 
fear. To be extra stiff to make it really hard for clerks to put on the clothes, but they could bend their arms if they wanted oh, to. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can bend your arms if you want to. <laughs> I think there's a Doctor Who reboot Doctor Who episode. Oh, yeah. Aren't there like creepy mannequin. statues that like are crying all the time? And if you look at them. That one's really they... good. That's I think the angels. I think there's also a mannequin one. Oh, no. Really? I'll chase it. it might be like maybe the first Christopher Eccleston one. Yeah, but they're actually, spoiler alert, they're actually Cybermen. Whoa. Cybermen. I think that's what it was. Get they're like here. shadows and people. Th- okay, never mind. Maybe that's a different one. Check I out wonder, it's a mannequin one. Doctor right. Who. Shut up, nerds. Shut up, nerds. There is a mannequin one for sure. Yeah, great. I'm thinking of a different one. I wonder how many episodes of mannequin shenanigans uh-huh. We will rate this movie. Yeah, and you go first, as we all know. To watch this movie, I do. I'm ready. Let's go. I go first, even when I'm pressured into doing it, even though I wanted to keep talking about mannequin shenanigans. (laughs) No, it's fine. We get it. Mannequin pranks. Um, (laughs) This movie sounds so wild, and there's no way I won't. Like, there's no way I won't. What am I trying to say? I will definitely enjoy watching this, but I have no idea if I'll enjoy it because it's so bad but wild mm. or if it's like actually kind of a well-made ridiculous eighties movie. So I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to say, I'm going to order four episodes of mannequin shenanigans Excellent. all in a block though, because the network isn't super sure about it. So they're just like <laughs> burning the episodes, you know, at like 8 PM on a Monday, there's like a football game happening on the other networks. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. The arrested development treatment. Oh mm. yeah. Beth, you are yes. second. Uh, yeah, I think that based on what we think the movie is about, mm. it sounds fun. <laughs> so I'm going to say four. Nice. My name is Dan. I'm third. I'm also going to say four for basically the same reasons. It sounds wild. Um, I don't want to go all the way to five because I'm, there's a lot of holes to fill. There's no mannequin rules of, that we know yet. Yeah. Of how this is going to go. But I think it's got a lot of potential. So I'm going to leave it. Potential within my rating. Did I do something there? Who knows? <laughs> Four. <laughs> um, one last Molly's bet. There is a hundred percent chance I will wedge in um, a reference to mannequin splaining. Nice. Mm. Between now and the end of the episode. Uh, Josh Young has chosen this movie for us, and I trust Josh Young, our executive producer of this extra special extra sode. Okay. And for those reasons, I'm going to give it four and a half oh. with full expectation that I will be at a five nice. or a zero by nice. the time it's done. <laughs> so is the half like, it's like Toy Story 2 where like they lost, <laughs> they lost most of the oh, no. episode, but they had a little bit of a backup, but not the whole episode? <laughs> yes, cool. exactly. Wow. Okay. And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Mannequin, and we'll be right back. It's me, Beth Gibbs, the host of this mid-roll that you're hearing right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is mid-roll like a term that people understand? I think at this point. Yeah, right? they get it. It's yeah. like... Well, also, we've said it like a thousand times. Yeah. And so our listeners are in the know. They're savvy. Yeah, podcast yeah. terms. If you don't know, like or, in the podcast world, it's like like an advertisement that happens in the middle like of the podcast. Yeah, what's the and we part? have turned away in. every advertiser who has come to us for our mid roll so that we could bring you this message. This extra sode is brought to you by Josh Young. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? I don't know. You might wow. ask. What a hero. Is Josh, he a superhero? 
Um, yeah. he might be. Okay. Josh not... went onto the internet. Okay. Oh, For the okay. listener, Beth just <laughs> pretended to type on a keyboard yeah. to so. tell you how to get on the internet. Went to patreon.com slash totes recall. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That's all. That's, That's the whole That's URL. That's the whole URL. You sure? I'm yep. quite positive. Then, Feels Josh. Jesus. Like <laughs> Then Josh signed up to for the executive producer level, wow. which gave Josh the ability to pick the movie that we are watching and make a whole new episode that would not have existed without Josh. Wow. True. Superhero. So if you'd like to do that, head on over to patreon.com slash totes recall. Dot com, for sure. And <laughs> you got it. We believe in you. Click on that tier, baby. Click yeah, on that smash tier. That button. Force us to watch a film of your choosing. Yeah. Unless we veto it and Dan sends you a polite but firm email. <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever actually happened? No. Okay. I don't think so. But it could. So it watch could, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could. Anyway, we love you. Now back to the show. Yay. Um, um, And we're back. We just watched one hour and 29 minutes of the most 1980s of all 80s movies I have ever seen. Why is 129 nice? Is it because it's 60 and 69? Oh, sure. (laughs) No, it'd be 60 and 30. It'd be 60 and 29, you guys. Yeah, 60 and 29. Nice. Nice. Wait, what? Why oh, is that you know nice? why? Because it's one hour, then two hours. Sure. That's what was happening in my head, but okay. that's not correct. Thank you. Bag it up. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, okay. We just watched one hour and 29 nice. minutes <laughs> of Mannequin, the most 1980s of all 1980s movies. I will say right now, costumes were incredible. I believe they could have spent one more minute to bring it to a complete 90 just to tell us what happens to the dog. Mm, yes. Oh, oh, complete yeah. 90 minutes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I thought you were bringing us into 1990 or something. Oh, no, because this movie was made in... 1987. Boom, I think. Dan Linden. Yes, Boom. that's right. Bow down to my ability to arbitrarily guess a year. Of I movies. almost guessed 86 it or 87. You almost matter. guessed 86, which would also have been wrong. Well, <laughs> less wrong than where sure. I landed. Sure. In sure. my head, you said 129 minutes, which would have been 60 nice. plus 69. <laughs> nice. That's oh, where that came from. Okay. Oh. But you said an hour and 29 minutes. Yes. Nice. Yes. Okay. Back to it. My brain mm. really needed to solve back that problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a backup noise. No, I got uh, it. it was good. Okay. We all got it. was it. really good. Okay, good, good. Our listeners would be like, wow. They were not did somebody, along. did Beth rewind the podcast? Is that where they spent all of their budgets? Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, it is. <laughs> but that's okay because. We keep getting cash infusions from (laughs) patrons, thank you, but more importantly, from award purses. Oh, yeah. Like the MacArthur Genius Podcast Grants. Yes, for Uh, segments. It's a different MacArthur, just to be clear. Yeah, it's a MacArthur. I thought that was the Okay, it's a MacArthur. 
Like McDonald's? Yes. It's like Mick Jagger, but it's a, his name is Mick Arthur. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. And the award is slightly smaller. He invented podcasting. Wow. Yeah. Fun yeah. fact. And by invented podcasting, I mean he... Him uh, and Conan O'Brien. Yeah. You get a free <laughs> subscription to stamps.com. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, is that still around? I think so. I Isn't think that so. a thing? It was. It was. Okay, well, maybe they're get not a sponsoring nice us. No. Mattress. You know who is? 60 Second Summary Awards. Oh, yeah. And by sponsoring it, you're, they're giving them to us. <laughs> they're giving it to us. <laughs> and then we do them, which is kind of like a sponsorship. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we're rich because of this good segment. <laughs> but mostly because of you, the patrons. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> In which we summarize summarize the movie we just Molly, watched. Molly, put the timer down. <laughs> I'm so good at timing. 60 seconds, you're not. Exactly. <laughs> the traditional manner is for me to volunteer. Yeah. I believe I just did it. Yep. That's never done it. That's yeah. never done it. That I guess I've true. never done it before. So yes! And I believe also tradition, Dan Times. That's right. Oh, oh my gosh. I could help. Molly. What was this movie even about? I, my my brain Ten is seconds. already freaking Molly. out. <laughs> ah! 50 seconds. Oh my God. 28 oh, no. seconds. Uh, Beth, to help you out, it was about a mannequin. Okay, thank you. That does actually help. Wait, <laughs> what do we even open on? Are you on? ready? Oh, yeah. Yep. Go. We open on ancient Egypt. Boom. Yes. Uh, there is a woman who is talking to her mom and she's getting set up with all these losers and she's like, I want somebody else. And so the gods vanish her into the future or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, cut to an animated opening. Yes. Amazing. Then we find out that um, our... Uh, our dude <laughs> Swi- switcher. Uh, he can't keep a job. Finally, he ends up at a department seconds. store uh, as a um, a win. Nope, he's in the mail room, and then he and then the mannequin turns real. <laughs> Hold on, he makes the mannequin in the first place. That's important. The mannequin turns real. They they do a series of window dressings together, and he gets really he's super famous because. <laughs> Super famous, but it's very popular. And then <laughs> they fall in love and they get married in the window. Time. Wow. Wow. Stuck very good. The landing. Yes, incredible. Yes. 100. You had just made it to the core Utah. premise at like 40 seconds. <laughs> and I was very worried for you. Yeah. But you really, uh, you really nailed it by walking back to remind us that he was the creator of the man. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like you Which nailed the. About literal pace of the movie mm. like there was a fair amount of setup and then the ending was pretty much like mm. and she's real like she's really real yeah right I'm, there are two phases of yeah i will add that there is a sort of corporate competition not competition uh, sort of hostile takeover happening attempts. between uh, competing department stores. Yes. And they're trying to corporate espionage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Steal the goods. Yeah. And the goods are Jonathan Switcher's window, window dressing. Apparently. Well, yeah. At first, they're just trying to shut. Okay. I think we can back up and give a couple <laughs> of other. <laughs> Thank you. Corporate examples. Because you know that movies are brought to life with corporate antics okay. and then especially in the eighties. But in this one, there are two competing department stores. One is trying to get the other to fail yes. and they're about to succeed. Oh, and they also have a mole on the inside played by James Spader, who is brilliant. This movie we will oh get to God. it. He's going for it. Yeah, really does. Um, 
and they have like a inside person undermining the store mm-hmm. and they're about to be able to get the store for a tenth of the price until Jonathan Swifter is Switcher. just Switcher is out on the street and he Estelle the lady yeah, from he like oh, yeah. shoves her out of the way of a giant he saves sign. Saves her life. Yeah. Uh, and then rides a giant sign back and forth and gets his butt burned Multiple by some electricity. Times. Yeah. He yeah. gets his ass sport. <laughs> I, have, I have a problem with that. Yeah. yeah. He would yeah. be dead. Well, he'd be dead. That's a big And table. also, like, it swings back and forth. It would lose momentum. And so it would never get up as high as no, it does Beth, the first time. but the electricity time. adds energy. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Also, He's why little... did he climb on in the first I place? I don't know. No, he, he, he was trying to stop it. He pushed Estelle Getty out of the way. Uh-huh. And then the sign swung back. And he the only way that he couldn't jump out of the way in time. So he grabbed onto the side of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because going that fast. Because of comedy. Oh, okay. he got but, his ass sporked. <laughs> <laughs> Twice, three times, at least twice, yeah. three times, yeah. a lady. <laughs> uh, but anyway, because of that act of heroism, he gets hired on at first as a stock boy, and then that's when he meets Hollywood Montrose. One of his failed jobs oh. was as a mannequin builder. Yeah, what the fuck? What job was that? Okay, here's my first question about this whole scenario. Yeah, he claims to have built this mannequin yes mm-hmm. and he's like i designed oh he wants to be a sculptor that's important. It is important and so in each of his jobs he's like adding a little bit too much art and it slows him down in some way and so that's why he gets fired right but in the mannequin job he's like you know i designed her over a month or something yeah. like that and is it like did it take him that long to select the right Arms yeah. and well, that, legs. That's what was confusing. Because yeah. right. if you had just opened on him having just completed it, you would have thought, oh, he sculpted this or did something. Right, like the whole thing. You but thought, they yeah. show you him picking out arms and legs. Yeah. yeah. Which does not take a long time. And he does the whole thing. We watch him do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a torso and a head. I guess we don't see him put the head on the torso. Yeah. But we see him put the torso on the legs yeah. mm-hmm. and take two arms and put the arms on there. Yeah. And that happens in one minute. Oh, yeah. he has time for comedy. Yeah. He gets the wrong thing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess he was maybe, you know, thinking for mm. a whole week and then it occurred to him and then he was able to assemble quickly. the perfect mannequin. And yeah. I guess the mannequin head probably didn't have paint on it, like the makeup on it sure. and a wig. He might have done makeup and a wig. Okay. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. But don't you like switch those out usually? What's that? Don't you usually switch those out? Oh, it's certainly yeah. the wig. Yeah. Yeah, we think the makeup too. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. He's bad at all of his jobs because he's too artistic. Yeah. Until he finally lands this sweet job at Prince and Company, which is a department store that was in the building that would later become a Macy's. Yes! I Philadelphia. It. I lived in Philly for a couple of years. Wow. And no I big deal. At Macy's. Attaboy. I've been in there. I bought a suit. Ooh, oh, for what? A wedding. Your wedding? No, but I did buy some stuff for my wedding there. I think I bought my bow tie. <gasps> wow. Was it on a mannequin? No. no. Was it near a mannequin? Probably. There yeah. were mannequins there. I might have bought a pair of jeans there, too. Ew. You know, that's where I went to buy clothes. Okay. Macy's. Check out <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia Macy's. Macy's in the 90s. 2000s? Yeah, 2000s. When were in Philly? 2000s. Too late. 2000s. Don't early him. 2010s. Don't got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, it makes it all the more surprising. No, that early you did 2010s. Not... Okay. Sorry. 
see this film. Yeah. Which is a tribute to the city that you lived in. Sure. And and filmed there. Mm-hmm. In 1987. Yeah. Did I we say that already? We did. Dan won. Booyah. Oh. I feel like I took all the air out of this yeah. by delving too deeply into the corporate details. And I want to apologize for that because you know, bring this us movie. Out with some Turner facts. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the escape chute of Turner facts. <laughs> How about we, um, this a very special extra extra soda episode yeah. was brought to us by Josh Young. And he told us why Ooh. he picked yeah. this movie. I'd like to know. I would also like to know. It's got to be the costumes. Comedy. Yeah, mostly the, the, corporate, the corporate. The corporate stuff, really? And the Philadelphia Macy's. No. Whoa. Here we go. <laughs> Hello. Hello. This is hip. This is Josh talking to you. Okay. <laughs> Hello. I'm a big fan of camp and the genre of So Bad It's Good. So I'm excited for y'all to watch Mannequin, starring Andrew McCarthy and Kim Cattrall. Though not explicitly a gay film, its utter queerness is a delight. It pulls together so many actors from beloved queer-friendly TV shows like Golden Girls, Designing Women, and Sex in the City, alongside actors from the Brat Pack and Police Academy, mm-hmm. with iconic flair like musical montages and, yes, even an animated intro. So good. <laughs> the gay character exhibits some stereotypical traits, but sidesteps old-school gay tropes of being a sexless, meek best friend character. He is mm. out and proud and has a heroic moment to shine, which is uncommon in cinema of the era. All this plus a bopping soundtrack that will have your salad hold screaming cake yum yum. Oh, when you add them all together like that. He's not wrong. My cake hole feels uncomfortable. No, salad hole. Salad hole is screaming cake yum yum. Inappropriate. Wow. Okay. Rated R. Yes. All of those things were true. The soundtrack was bopping. Yes. The score was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was like practically moving in my seat the whole time. Yeah. Hollywood, our gay gay character. Hollywood Montrose, played by Designing Women's Misak Taylor. Taylor. Is Mm -hmm. wonderful. Oh, my God. The best. The best. And yeah, I had a moment of concern watching this movie. Like, he is a stereotype. Oh, for sure. When he um, first showed up, I'm just like, uh-oh. And the way they other characters talk about him uh, is shitty. Um, but we kind of see that with the security guard played by, I think, the sergeant for Police Academy, yeah. yep. who's almost the same character. <laughs> and he does for great. Sure. Um, but, like, you know, he says something shitty about uh, Hollywood and our, our lead, Swifter. Switcher. Swiffer. Switcher. Switcher. Sloper. Sloper. <laughs> Scrapper the window dresser. Uh-huh. Um, gets right back yeah, at him. It's like, oh, at least I'm not working with a bigoted jerk. Yeah. And LOL, nice. we got him. So it's like, good job, mannequin. Mm-hmm. It's telling yeah. us like, hey, check yourself, bigots. Yeah, yeah. And it was nice that it was nice that they had him. Because like, you know, he was very... Uh, he was very accepting of Hollywood just like as a person, but it was nice that they actually like took the time to actually have him like stand up for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like that happens a lot in movies too, where it's just like, Oh, the protagonist is a good person and have no problem with these, you know, quote unquote outsiders, but like they don't necessarily do anything to like defend them in society yeah. well, or anything. And then this just invites, we've got to talk about the metaphor of someone who falls in love. Well, they're, I think this movie works on actually a lot of levels and it was kind of freaking me out when Let's we were go. watching Let's it. Let's unpeel the onion. Yep. Okay. On the most basic level, everyone in the department store accepts that this guy is horny for this particular 
mannequin <laughs> without question, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. And he's not even that subtle about it. No. No. And it is a, a known fact that people understand and maybe a little giddy about uh, and curious about, but they don't like call the police or anything. Yeah. They treat it like he's just an eccentric artist or yeah. something. Yeah. Because he's bringing in. Money. money. Oh, that's Save fair. In the store and their jobs. Yeah. But yeah, well, I agree. They are in America. You can fuck whoever you want as long as you bring in money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is one <laughs> of the true. subtexts. <laughs> I mean, that is true. pretty true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole like what under the banner of art are mm-hmm. willing are people willing to accept and embrace they wouldn't normally. Sure. And so, what really bent my brain is there is a scene. We don't even have to play did they bang because they explicitly banged and on some furs, which actually super creeps me out because you can't really wash those. So like <laughs> sure. there were no sheets or anything. I'm just saying anyway. Oh, you mean if anyone wanted to like purchase those furs later. Or just wear them. Did, did I mean, that was okay. thousands of dollars of merchandise that was soiled yeah. with did seed. they bang? Yeah. <laughs> Molly. Molly. Did they bang well in the furs or was that like I a. I think they banged in all those places. I, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They okay. banged in the tent. They probably banged in the teddies. Hammock. Definitely in the hammock. <laughs> yeah. They banged yeah. in the furs. Teddy bears, the teddy- to be clear. Molly. Yeah. 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 It's fine. All the seed stays inside the mannequin. Okay. Oh, no. my gosh. Oh, That's how you I make a baby mannequin. I, I cannot so even. Okay. We have so much left to discover, but I just want to stay focused for a second. There's you mo- chose to say the word seed aloud <laughs> at a table with Dan and I. <laughs> uh, that, is a, that is legitimate. I did swing that door wide open, but we will not make any jokes about that either. Okay. So what we're going to focus on is that mm. Andrew McCarthy slash Swifter slash scaffolding or whatever <laughs> wakes up in the furs by himself oh, yeah. and there's a crowd of people around yeah. and they're all like, oh, art. It was bananas. theater. Yeah. And like it's performance art. And right. they're into it. And they but are into why? it. There's clapping. Well, because he has transformed what is pure commerce and boring yeah. into art art where people are expecting unexpected things to happen and they're so accepting within this realm of thinking of things as art or him as an artist that they're willing to accept that he's naked and lying in furs (laughs) as a performance rather than as having just had sex with a mannequin that ran away in the morning to be in the window. It's just weird because there was like those were just employees. You know no, what I mean? I, were they? No, yeah. I think those were... No, oh, they're people with purses. Those were customers. What gave you the idea they were customers? They were carrying purses. They if just work, came into work no, in the morning. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, maybe, but I think it was... <laughs> wow. I don't know. I thought they were customers. I thought, I thought they were that, just the It employees. doesn't matter. Well, I think... They weren't wearing uniforms. They were yeah. in their dress They clothes. had just gotten there yeah, because but, it was the morning. Yeah, but you don't... I don't know. I... I in places where I had to wear a uniform, I wear my uniform to work. They have a changing room in the basement. Listen, if you worked there and you saw this guy's annex everywhere, you would see him and be like, oh, he was probably with the mannequin. Right. But these people were fascinated and excited and considered it art because the power of the artist had transformed a purely commercial space into a place where people were open and accepting of things which is in fact a metaphor for this movie 
Whoa. By watching this movie, we just accepted for a while that Kim Cattrall was a mannequin and could Egyptian. only be seen <laughs> yeah. and an Egyptian That's that could only be seen bummer. by Andrew it's McCarthy's character. Right? Sure. And that he saves her life from a shredder, and that's how she becomes real. Because the gods. There's sort of I, an allusion to the I Egyptian am unclear gods. on yeah. how she becomes, uh, like... I think it's like true tr- true love. Or something. You don't think they were true loving before? No, you had to save her from death. Yeah. I, I oh, feel okay. like... <laughs> one thing that I really enjoyed about... You can bang all you want, but if the Egyptian gods don't see you, save a life. All right. Yeah. That's the part of it, most, I see. The things that should have been so complicated and taken a long time to explain... They were just like, just didn't. No. She'd be like, oh, I pray to the gods. I could have some freedom. And then they just sort of indicate she gets to pick and choose where she goes. Yeah. 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 I believe the animated intro is supposed to be telling us about her time travel which is journey. bonkers. Which I had a real hard time following because I was just so excited there was an animated sure. intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what I think we're supposed to take away. I was also thinking about how much it would have added another layer if we hadn't had that pre animated intro scene mm. like if we had never known that she had been a real person yeah cursed by the gods there could have been a theme of like blessed is he, by, the blessed blessed by, by the gods by the gods is he really crazy right right yeah we never that was never a possibility that he was making it up right. like american psycho oh, or whatever or right. fight club yeah or like he just got his ass sparked so hard that he yeah, started <laughs> hallucinating that's right yeah yeah maybe he died with the sparking whoa and what? his mind made up the whole thing right. yeah wow. which i wonder if they went back and edited it added that first scene after mm. viewers were like, huh? crazy? what? <laughs> it does make it a little easier to understand. It also makes it a lot easier to like understand why such a ridiculous scene is the opening of this movie. Yeah. You know, I, was she mummifying herself? Was that, that the was gag? so confusing. I thought she was hiding. I think she's hiding. Oh, oh I did okay. not get that. But it was like, yeah. Uh, she didn't want to go out on a date with that guy. Yeah, it, I see. Dad noted this before, but it is wild that she plays an Egyptian. Yes. Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. That's best Great. to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's wild that she has an entire scene. The movie starts out with dialogue only among women, and her mother is never named. Mother. Yeah. She's named mother. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't call your mother by her name unless you're being disrespectful. But also, like. Or she could have said, my name is not Desdemona if I didn't raise you better than this. Yeah, sure. Just throw it in there. She could have been wearing a name tag. Did yes. we get, you're <laughs> alluding to the Bechdel Alls test, if I know how this podcast works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> um, and did it pass? I sort of stopped paying attention. I was like, it's got to pass. And then I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I thought it did, though, at one point. Like, Roxy and Emma have scenes. Yeah. But I feel like they don't ever talk to each other. There's literally a point at the end where Roxy points at Emma or Emmy, mm-hmm. whatever, and Emma. says, just where did you come from? And then Jonathan steps in. He's like, Roxy, you would never understand. So yeah. that's a bust. At one point, some of the employees are just like, hey, hey, he's in the bathroom. Yeah. And they say names. Yeah, but they only talk about how he's in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roxy doesn't have any lady coworkers. No, only a European horn. Oh, man. we got to talk about the European hornball. Yeah, I think it might be. A it note. does not pass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's so close. And so close. Like Molly was saying, it would have been so easy. Multiple yep. scenes, especially yeah. that first one. Uh, but hey, so it goes. There is a scene too where like literally two women are named back to back. And then, but they never talk to each other. It's like mm. an unnamed woman talks to the named women. The, yes. Well. And there was one woman who had a costume that was so outrageously <gasps> 80s. 
It was like was that an enormously like oversized, like David Burns size, yeah. like denim colored, like chambray jacket over a white shirt. And I wish she were, and then she had a red bow tie, but yeah. it was that very specific fabric that was popular in the eighties where it was like, like a chiffon. chiffon. I was going to say chiffon. And, and that is her corporate bow tie is yeah. a red chiffon it's thing. Amazing. It is like so close to clown <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. yet it almost like it's, it just seems like a stylized version of what existed as do all the performances. Can we talk about the performances in this movie? Yeah. What is happening? Not with us, with the movie. Oh, I'm st- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm distracted thinking about Armand's leather ve- drapey vest. Yeah, which still had like, sort of a sleeve. It had like, it just looks the like an army of a sandwich sleeve. he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the foil or like Wait, the sandwich? No, 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 like me. Yeah, is me. it too? Is this the creep? Uh, European horny. Oh, oh my gosh. He's ball. the. Her work environment. So we haven't even yikes. explained who Roxy is. Roxy is. I don't even understand who Roxy is. Roxy is Swiffer's boyfriend, girlfriend. girlfriend, sort of. Yeah, I think they're dating. Okay, they're dating, but he's a schlub, artist schlub, and she's a super corporate, and it's never going to work. Working her way up the ladder. Yeah, that's who she is. Okay, but then she like gets um, denied by him. I don't know. He is a shitty boyfriend. Yes. Because mm-hmm. um, he's always sleeping and being too arty. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And not taking her to nice places or whatever. Yeah. So eventually she like completely turns on him and goes full corporate espionage. Yes. Um, and tries to like steal his mannequin and get him hired and stuff. I do feel, I have some uh, sympathy for her. Oh, for she's sure. Very bad work environment. Yeah. Her like coworker Armand is European and if that wasn't bad enough, <laughs> he's just aggressively harassing her all, all the, the time. time, like constantly. And it's, he's not being like subtle about no, it. No, he's like, what if we had sex right now? Yeah, I'm horny. Let's I would like bang. to have sex with you. Yeah. That Wouldn't it be no great thing. if we had sex with each other? Yeah. Truly, but awful. in like more ridiculous ways. Yeah, and it just and gets she, worse. She's and worse. like, we are coworkers, yeah. and she fights him. Yes, which I'm like, get it. Yeah, because this guy sucks. Yeah, at one she point she punches, punches him down an escalator, which <laughs> rules. Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, and then her boss, BJ Wirt. Yeah. Wait, wait, can we stay okay. on Armand for just a second? Yeah. So you're like, yeah, beat him up, get him away from you, and then he wears her down. He does. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how real this is. He wears her down and she's finally like, fine, let's go before I change my mind. And then the joke is that he is unable to plant any. (laughs) Molly! (laughs) Seeds are growing. Wow. Uh, and he has this like very cool tiger oh, velvet yeah. uh, picture over his bed. Yeah. That matches his tiger print comforter. comforter. Uh, mm-hmm. Which yeah. he keeps lifting to look at his unperforming seed spiller. No. <laughs> you did this, Molly. I did. Okay, I did. I like how she was worn down because, you know, I mean, this is, I think everybody can relate. Like, you've got your on-again, off-again boyfriend, and then all of a sudden you see him out on the town with some mannequin scratches back, and you're just like, what's the point? What's yeah. even the point? Yeah. I can't even compete with a fucking mannequin. I might as well bang the sexually aggressive European coworker. Yeah. We're yeah. all familiar with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Uh, and her boss sucks, too. Yeah. He's like... Um, talks down to her all the time and is also kind of harasses her. And manipulates her. Of just like, this is how you'll get a promotion is if you s- s- trick your boyfriend into working here. Yeah. I, 
don't know. I don't feel like his name being BJ was like an accident. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Was he, he was also creepy and so. Oh, yeah. A little. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. less creepy, but yeah. he was still very like, he'd always grab her arm every time he, he talked to her. He was kind of more realistically like, creepy. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, like office creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But watching it, yeah, I think at one point I was like, were all of the 1980s just pure toxic? Yes. I, I think probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reagan yeah. was in charge. Come on. Ugh. Rough yeah, times. Not rough good. times, rough times, Roxy. Rough times, Roxy. And then she gets at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to jump all the way ahead. I guess we're at Roxy moment. We jump all the way ahead. We're following her arc. Yeah. Um, uh, Jonathan Swiftman <laughs> saves <laughs> Emmy from the... The most violent the, trash compactor in the history yeah. of commerce. <laughs> and kisses her. Now she's a real girl. Wait, 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 real wait. Woman. Let's back it up. <laughs> we're following Roxy's arc. I'm trying to follow Roxy's arc. Oh, An sure. important fact yes, yes, in yes. all of this... Go ahead is uh, corporate espionage, blah, blah, blah. They try to steal, they steal all the women mannequins, except for the one they left in the window yeah, that looked despondent, her. but whatever. Yeah. And they take them to the other store. Illustra. Roxy has just, oh, Elastra. Roxy has had enough. Yes. She's just mad. At the world. At the world. And so she is the one who loads up all the mannequins onto a conveyor belt and then in a rage presses all the buttons and so that they're headed. I think that's an important piece because weirdly that is her most empowering moment. Yes. Yeah. And also an important detail is when um, Jonathan (laughs) um, comes into the room, there is a trash man or security guard. There's a worker in the factory who comes out of either a bathroom or his office, office. but his pants were down and I thought it was his office and maybe he's doing some planting uh-huh. <laughs> in the garbage can or what have you. Um, I mean, he's, and, he's doing more like a, like a, uh, he's got like, you know, he's got a garden. spreader. He's, I, I'm trying to get a spreader. Don't, we don't what's need the thing, What's it called more, when you, what's a no. top dress? He's top dress. Is that what it is when you like level out this. a lawn with dirt? We don't need this. <laughs> Beth, leave this in. He comes out um, for the longest time, does not, stop no. Emmy from being Just ground up, which like, that's like, okay, man. it's a mannequin, but like, it's a human man. Jonathan is going to yeah. fall into that trash can. <laughs> yes. he, he finally turns it off because Jonathan has heroically run up to the top of yeah. the, for some reason it's an uphill compactor. I guess that's more safe. Anyway, yeah. he's at the top and he's doing his best to grab onto Emmy. Oh, this is why that's relevant. Okay. So he's grabbing onto Emmy as she's dangling above the jaws of death. Yeah. And all of a sudden, her hand, which if you think about it, this is probably the most elaborate um, special effect there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her <gasps> hand is able to form. Movie magic. Yeah, movie magic. I mean, somebody dipped their hand in clay. And then she grabs. Okay. okay. She's able to grab him and he's able to pull her up. And that's the moment she becomes real. Yeah. yeah. I'm which talking I about I did Roxy. not realize. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, um, I apologize for mannequin splaining. Uh, there it is. You're welcome. Uh, our jerk off king <laughs> thinks <laughs> that trash man, the jerk off king <laughs> thinks that this must be how it is. So he starts aggressively kissing mannequins. Every mannequin he can find. It's hilarious. I wanted, I wanted a full five minute scene of him yes. digging through the trash for mannequins. Yes. But eventually he finds Roxy, who's also buried under trash, yes. and assumes it has worked. Yes. And that's Roxy's, you know, yeah. not her final moment, but it's like her final humiliation of yeah. trash man. Yeah. 
smooching him, smooching, smooching her a bunch. And she's like, get off of me. Stop. And he's yeah. like, I'll go one more time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the magic hasn't quite taken yeah. that. Uh, so that's Roxy's heart. Yeah, Poor Roxy. Rough. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I don't know working what for corporate America. That's what it gets you. I guess mm-hmm. that's the moral that's of the story the is women shouldn't work. Is that yeah. right, Molly? They should um, just be beautiful Egyptian princesses that inspire you to do your work. Oh, yeah. And then you bang in any, anywhere you want. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Real quick. I do have a problem with Mo- something with Molly. <laughs> something that Molly said earlier. Wow. I don't have a problem with Molly. Thank you. Molly's great. Just so everyone knows. Okay. But I do have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Which is that the special effect Mm. that you had mentioned, the hand switching was the best one. My favorite were all of the transitions between scenes because they used (gasps) every single swipe there is. There was a star swipe. There was like a diagonal swipe. There was a circle. So here's what I think is so intriguing. The editor credit is shared by two people. Mm. One of them won Academy Awards, including for Rocky, which mm. came out two years before this oh, film. Wow. wow. Philly editor. And the other has no link in Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'm just like, who made the choice for I just feel like what happened is they hired the Oscar nominated editor. Mm-hmm. And then he worked for three days and they ran out of budget. Right. And then they got somebody else to finish it. And they're like, don't worry, I've got it. Have you seen these swipes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is like, or, you know, maybe it is part of the larger vision that was misunderstood. Maybe. There was also the shortest scene I've ever seen in a movie <laughs> okay. where he, it's like, I think it starts with him figuring out that she's the mannequin or whatever. Who? And, um, Jonathan Swifter. Swifter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he he finds out she's a mannequin. Then it cuts real quick to Roxy like laying on the couch for like oh. I don't know one second, and then it cuts back to their date. Yeah. And, and then eventually, cuts and by back. cut, Beth of course means oh, an swipe. insane swipe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the first star swipe actually. Oh. And so wow. many of them had sound effects attached to them too. Yes. Like there'd be ones that were just like. <laughs> And there were long, like, like, the soundtrack for this movie is so long, but there were so many moments of just dead airspace where Mm. you're like, this would be a good moment for some kind of synthesizer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The chase scene, the goofball chase scene with all the cops Mm. and security guards has the best chase music I've ever heard. Just like pure driving synth. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so good. I have questions about that too. The driving synth? No, the the mall cops. Oh yeah. Um, why why do, do they think it's okay to chase this man down and like beat him up in a mall? Oh, they have a badge. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, and that adds men. up. Okay, that yeah, adds yeah, up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just every t- especially okay the first the first time that the um the original mall cop Felix Felix comes in and he sees the mannequin on top of. Sloper, uh-huh. yep. they he like is like I'm gonna fight you, yeah, and yeah. it makes no sense to me. It's a, I'm like, like they, he, I mean, they're both fully clothed, yeah. the mannequin and Swip Swip Swifter. 
I can't do it. <laughs> what is his actual name? Switcher. Switcher. You would know that if you listen to Felix because he shouts it 1,000 times. <laughs> yeah. Well, I started ignoring him because I was mad at him. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a dog. Rambo. Oh. We got to talk about his dog. Oh, we yeah. There's, there's some questions there. Yeah, it is funny that he is like... Uh, James Spader told me to keep an eye on you, but I'm going to do this my own way. And then like just starts punching him. Yeah. yeah. Punches him like in the spine. It's brutal. Oh, yeah. It's wild. They have yeah. like true violence against each other. And then yeah. he gets mannequined and everything's fine. Yeah. But he has a dog. Rambo, uh, Rambo who is a English farting bulldog. bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> Who's great. He's Who's scared. terrified of mannequins. He's terrified of mannequins. And then we get to see him in the aftermath. Giant oh. ice pack on oh. his head. Oh. Like rolling over, putting his pop. He's so cute. He's got a big underbite. What's great though is like, I'm still unclear what his injuries were. Because he runs, he goes in the elevator after Felix yeah. is like, attack. And then he runs out whining. But was there like an ADR of just like crash? No. Bling, 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 bling. It's, it's no. Is it just implied that he like ran into something? I think he's just got a headache. He's stressed out? Yeah. Oh, from stress. Sure. But okay. then he gets replaced by Terminator. Terminator. And who also doesn't catch anybody. Yeah. Okay, um, we call German Shepherd. What? Let's slow it down here because we are talking about animal danger and I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> so Rocky. Rambo. Rambo, the dog. Because <laughs> he always gets so cute. first blood. Because he always right. gets first blood. That's right. You know, is afraid of the mannequin. I assume that she like hit him or shushed him out of there. That she he definitely wasn't just used mannequin magic. Ma- mannequin sure. magic. So can animals see her? Maybe. Okay. She never did. She never clarified. That's right. Fine. So people can't, but the gaze of a dog wouldn't affect. We don't know. Unclear. Okay. Also unclear what the injuries are. Also, I don't understand when Rocky Roof, when the dog died. When did That's the dog die? That's what he was about to talk about. Yep. No, because you were talking about the Terminator. Yeah, yep. because this. Which is a different dog. Right, because Dan was saying, <laughs> where did that other dog come from? I'm chronologically here. Okay, then you already skipped over the red radio flyer that he was in, which was oh, adorable. Oh, so cute. You skipped over the fact that he was stuck in a tree for some reason inside the store. He was stuck in a tree, but then he seemed he fine. Did he die because of the tree? Did he well, fall out of the tree? They never say that he died. Yeah, there's, all, all yeah. we know is he's, he's not there anymore. There's an adorable picture on the dash of Felix's car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Felix says, this is for you, Rufus, or whatever. Jesus yeah. <laughs> it, but, I feel like the implication is he's dead. But well, why? why? <laughs> I could use even 30 seconds of the movie's time to explain to me what happened Was to he the just dog. Old? No, he didn't I seem don't know. old. He had I life think- ahead of him. And where are the Egyptian gods in all this? Right. They don't care about bulldogs. But a bull cat, I bet they would have cared. What's a bull cat? A cat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, so here's a a theory where he lives. Okay, great. Great. Let's hear it. He is the designated mall dog for the other mall. Right. And so he doesn't get to take the dog with him. Maybe he's the prince of Prince and Company. Oh. Yeah. That's fun. So he's just kind of chilling at the other mall and he misses his his dog friend. Maybe Got there's it. a deleted scene where like Felix is, you know, trying to like, you know, he's, he's dusting himself off after getting hit by a hang glider yep. <laughs> inside this department store that apparently has everything, including a full-size church organ. I have questions. <laughs> and maybe there's a deleted scene where uh, he's in the locker or whatever, you know, ready to go home. And Rambo just comes up to him very humble and 
slips in his little dog badge. Oh, yeah. And is like, I'm out. I'm out. Wow. Too old for this. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So he's like, we'll always have this department store. Yeah. And then he walks I away. Hope so he, he just retired. retired. I think yeah. he retired. Okay. Yeah. Now, I could use just a sweet image of Estelle Getty's character sitting at her desk yes. and then just seeing Rambo. Rowdy oh my God. curled up. <laughs> no, in a matching chair. In a matching chair curled yeah. up next to her. Yeah. Like, that makes that. sense I to agree. me. Yeah. I want to watch that. That is. Okay, why didn't they call us to make this movie? Yeah. I right. mean, I'm just wondering if Estelle Getty was working a day rate because she was popular in Golden Girls yeah. by then. And maybe they were just like, oh, we just, I'm sorry, we ran out of time. She did also seem like she had like just walked on set from something oh, else. She's right? like, here's my line. Like she seemed to like <laughs> yeah. always be looking around more than was necessary. Oh, and she, there is definitely a scene that sh- that could have been deleted where there's a flub and she kind of glances off camera yeah, for yeah, a second for and sure. they kept it. Yeah. Yeah. You should probably was like, was I'm great. not doing another one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's good enough. I got Golden Girls money. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. Put on the makeup and wig so I'm look far older than all the other actors who are actually older than me. <laughs> Golden Girls. That's real. Golden Girls. I want to talk about one of the core premises of this movie, which is that everybody's mind is blown by these window displays. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, there was a point where Kim Cattrall's character said something about how one of Jonathan's windows was inspiring, and out loud I just said, "Was it?" Yeah, we get one of the competing. <laughs> Illustra, yeah. Um, people, people come and say it's the best thing he's ever, ever seen. seen, and they're like, fine, interesting. Yeah, there's some movement there. There's like a tennis ball going back and forth, and a cityscape going by, and the tennis rackets are the heads of the people watching the match. Sure, that is oh, more clever. Sure, That's cute. it's but it's interesting. I, if I walk by, I would go like, oh. Huh. I feel like it is a million dollar idea executed for $500. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like they had great ideas and then just not a lot of money or time to make it happen. Uh, Okay. I was not born at this point in time when the movie was made. Do we? Yeah. Do we feel? Well, I am a different angle on that. (laughs) Um, Do we feel like. At that point in time, maybe window displays. I mean, because I've seen window displays that are like that, that have some movement to it. Do was that like a new thing? No, I know that that's stupid. They had that but in like, the 50s. They yeah, had like okay. those giant, massive toy empires would right. do like bananas window displays. That's, okay, that's what I thought. But then I was like, maybe that came later than I thought it did, no, and that's why it was so well, exciting. And conceptually, a lot of it was really exciting, but it just wasn't. That. Executed to uh, a degree that would merit, unless, okay, unless, mm. once again, this is a commentary about art itself. Mm. Oh, how most of it's is just that like, once the decision is made that it's great, right. everybody's on board that it's great. Right. I mean, that would explain like Windows displays two, three, four, five, but mm-hmm. like number one, the tennis one. Yeah. Why does everybody decide that's. Amazing. Like why indeed? Mm, right. Why do people decide that a can of soup by Warhol? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel this is where I felt my brain melting because I think <laughs> about this sometimes. Like, what is the difference between 
let's say great art like this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. They, well, you know what I'm saying. But like yeah, great, great art. Podcast. We all understand it. <laughs> We're doing art right now. Yeah. You don't need to clarify. We talked about seed a bunch. Yeah. That's art. That's art, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's art. Logo <laughs> oh. uh, reference. Yikes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> art, you know. But I did it did like really captivate me that this could be just a silly movie that was apparently based on the idea of wouldn't it be cool if mannequins could move and could be sexually 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 banged I kind of lost track of where I was going on that sentence. So I, did, I, just, I want to tag up on that. I thought that, that was implied, time. but I guess not. I mean, Go ahead, Armand does many things sexually, but he did not bang. That's true. That's true. Ugh. Armand. Can we go back to like safety dance jokes or something? You said scene. Yeah. Check the tape. They Check didn't. The tape. They didn't have safety dance in the movie. No. No. But, but they had a song that I swear had the first cut. Yeah, it did. For sure. Did you want to talk more about art? Molly? Oh, it's when you say it like that. No, no. I didn't really ask it. I wanted to talk about banging, but I don't want <laughs> to take you off your track. Are we in a dorm room right now? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, this is totally interesting, dude. But like, you guys ever think about time? Yeah. <laughs> then fucking Randy walks in. It's like, oh shit, man, I gotta get my rocks up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> Oh no, it doesn't work. Under the Ooh. table when I'm dreaming. What? What? Oh, I was just think about Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what did she say? Okay. <laughs> I know. Check it out. We've had a whole episode where this came up. Several episodes, I think. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, one thing I appreciate about this movie is yes. I am, you know, when we talked about it in the first half and how I imagined was uh, Jonathan. Taylor Shaver, Thomas, no. Andrew McCarthy um, was the hornball instigator yes. of like, mm-hmm. I want to bang this man again. Yeah. I hope it comes to life. Yes. And that's not it. No. She comes to life after he's like fawning over her, but not he's, I don't get the impression that he's like, I'm horny for this representation of a, of a woman. It's more like I did a sculpture. Art I'm so inspired. And I, I'm a good artist. I'm, a, then I'm she, horny for my artistic talent. Yeah. yeah. Which, Go for it. Sure. Good I mean, on you. You're like probably most famous artists yeah. over the centuries. But then she comes to life and I would say she's the more horny one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But and she does not have to learn how to do anything. No. She already knows how to do it all. She's yes. been around time. Like 5,000 years. She taught Christopher Columbus the world was round apparently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. By she... blowing his mind. Mm. No. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Michelangelo, she maybe begged Michelangelo. No, no. he wasn't interested. Was oh, that's right. He was some guy named David. David. Yeah, right. L-O-L-O-L-O-L. His favorite piece. Yeah. Goonies. What? That statue has a dog. That's the joke. Oh. Yep. Oh, okay. Got you. Yep. That's it. Goonies, I appreciate there's it. A, there's a miniature okay. David. Yep. That they break, but only the... Go ahead. Seed producing. <laughs> what? Why are you making such intense eye contact with Beth? I don't know. Ooh, this fun so fact. This is like the toxic work environment yeah, right. that Roxy's yeah. living in. Molly, you're our mom. Molly, you're our mom. to step in. Okay, oh fun gosh. fact All about- of a sudden, she's wearing roast beef vest. <laughs> 
I want to take a quick moment to make, tell you a fun fact about the Statue of David, which I just oh. saw in Florence, Italy. Wow. No big deal. Oh, wow. It's a big deal. I when think. we saw it, uh, my wife, no big deal, wow. had the thought, and I had the same thought, and we talked about it afterwards. Because like, when you look at it, like, you know, it's this incredible piece of sculpting. It's, you know, the level of detail, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, some of the toes on one of its feet are, like, all fucked up, and you're sort of like, oh, I guess he just, you know, didn't, just, like, didn't get the toes right, or, like, he just gave up. But then during our tour, they explained that the reason that the barrier is at the distance it is is because sometime in the 90s, some dude just came in and started wailing on it with a hammer. <laughs> oh, That's why the toes are messed yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. That sucks. So, sorry, Michelangelo, that we doubted your skill. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we made some bets. Hell yeah, we did. Um, and one of the bets was that my handwriting was so bad, I would contribute <laughs> nothing <laughs> with it. So let's see how it goes up. All right. All right. Oh, I remembered a staircase scene. I don't think I saw it. No? So Not when she, um, when Roxy pushes Armand down the stairs? No, I'm thinking more like of like a, a dramatic, stair, romantic coming I down the stairs. I mean, she does fly down the center of the mall with a hang glider. And that was cool. It's not what I was thinking of. During yeah. the montage, Filling I feel, feel like. Flying. I feel yeah. like during the montage, there was a point where they were like dancing on a staircase. She okay. comes down the stairs at some point. I'm not doubting that she came downstairs. <laughs> I am telling you all. Is this your sexy that, Disney horse again? Where it's like you. you oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird out of context. <laughs> um, check out our past episodes. Check out any Disney Totesrecall.com. Where I'm searching for a horse. Um, Aren't we all? Doesn't sound any better. Um, no, but the, the, the memory that I have in my brain, the image that I have, I did not. There was no moment of like, that's it. Mm. So I wonder if I've only seen Mannequin 2. On the move? I don't know. I I I had no memory of seeing this movie. I don't know if I've seen it. Mm. It could wow. be a big no. It, in ma Okay, so in Mannequin 2, or is it the same mannequin couple? No, I think it's totally different everyone's, actors. Everyone's, yeah. oh, okay. Except for Misak Taylor? Yeah. yeah. So Hollywood stays. Yeah. Oh, the best part. So yeah. According to yeah. a person who happened to be in Beth's house at the time, yeah. he's only in the movie for a short while. Yeah, but oh. I don't know if it's different actors playing... Same characters. Same characters, Great or costume. if it's just like... Totally new Egyptian princess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's really hard to say. I guess someone Maybe, else has got a... Yeah. yeah. Listen. Does he have new sunglasses? He That's has to. the important question. That, just the sunglasses oh alone His would costumes be were amazing. An incredible art exhibit. I would go to... There was... Yeah, there's an incredible moment where he is like wearing his crazy sunglasses in one of his like very loud outfits. And like they're having a board meeting talking about maybe having to fire Jonathan. <laughs> so and he's like desperate times call for desperate measures. Something like that. And he removes his incredibly loud jacket <laughs> to be shown wearing a full business suit. And then is going to throw himself out the window. Well, at first I think he was going to go into the boardroom, mm -hmm. but then Jonathan said something that inspired him to instead threaten to kill himself. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, that board operates very strangely. Loose. It's loose. Yeah. It makes no sense. Like the board does not decide whether or not a stock person gets hired or promoted or well, fired. I, know, I, I feel like that's a role. <laughs> she did like run by the board. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they love those incredible windows. Yeah. There are. Yeah. I don't know. When, whenever movies try to do corporate, I don't know. And I know it's a send up. But to me, it's like there was an improv group in town of just teenagers. Yeah. And every time they played adults at work, it was sort of like this movie. All right, the yeah. board says you're fired. Every, every single attempt at business in a movie that's 
not about business and is a comedy is basically the unikitty scene in the Lego movie where she takes over the board. Mm. Business, business, business. business, business, business. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's in that boardroom is James Spader. We haven't talked about him nearly oh, enough. Oh boy, oh boy. He is going hard, hard at his character dumb. and I respect it. Uh, yeah. Me too. He yeah. plays kind of like a Weasley VP, I guess. I guess. But he's also like giving people jobs on the stockroom floor. Again, who Unfair. knows how business works. <laughs> yeah. But then there's also the mole, as we talked about yes. before. He also has Lustra. like the the flattest hair possible on a human head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? but he plays this like Weasley kind of character, but not so over the top Weasley, but there's still, I just appreciate it. It's very specific yeah. and weird, but not in a over the top way for a movie that's pretty over the top a and lot of the time. He's not like, he doesn't come off as necessarily like skeevy, right? Like, even though he's like very just like, ooh, I'm a weird little guy. Like, he still doesn't quite have that like King of the Snakes thing going. Like, he's definitely like on that path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I don't think he quite hits it. He plays like a, a, like a snake, but who's savvy enough. Oh. I think it's that savvy and Like savviness. a snake controlling a human suit? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That yeah. makes him feel a little bit more believable. Yeah. But it is so wild. So, yeah, apparently, uh, James Spader went to a lot of private schools because his parents taught at different private Mm. schools and eventually went to Phillips Academy, which is like, I don't know where John F. Kennedy Jr. went or whatever, and then dropped out at 17 to become an actor. Hmm. But that is so amazing to me because it explains how he's able to play such (laughs) wealthy jerks. Mm. You know, because when I saw him here, I was like, oh, man, he's just like the character in um, Pretty in Pink. And if you remember, did we watch Pretty in Pink on this? Okay. No, we did not. He plays the worst jerk of a best friend slash frenemy to Andrew McCarthy, <gasps> who plays oh. Swifter, or Swifty, <laughs> who plays Jonathan Sketcher, Switcher. Taylor Swift. And, um, <laughs> uh, and it was so wild to watch this movie where they are mortal enemies. And mm. the whole time I was just like, oh man, I wonder if they got a beer after work every day. Or it was the eighties. They probably did more than beer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, if you just took his entire character and just like I don't know, drew a lizard over it, like over the frame, oh yeah, and just like inserted him into a Disney movie as a villain sidekick, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have to change a single thing about his performance. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Really Can we also it. talk about speaking of good acting? Kim Cattrall is so charming. She's yeah. so like, she has such enthusiasm for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a delight. Yeah. She really, even though she is kind of just like amused to enable Taylor Swift yeah. to do, do it. She's still a very strong character. A lot yes. of, she's really doing her own thing for sure. And falling in love. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't ever get the sense that she's like trying to manufacture love so she can be free. Mm-mm. She seems very accepting of her lot in immortality. Well, her main motivation was like, I want to make things. I want to be, you know. I want to fly and invent yeah. things. Yeah. She, she does fly. And I guess she kind of helps create the things. Yeah. Has this been, has she been a statue or whatever for all time? Is this always the deal? Like only one person at a time can see her? Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe. Like when she's hanging out with Christopher Columbus, is she like... Like the thing on the boat? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Figurehead. Sure. Figurehead. Figurehead. Yeah. So I guess that's true. She gets to break free of being the muse and gets to be the creator, Mm -hmm, right, at the mm -hmm. end. 
there that's the other choice and I don't know if it was a choice or if the script changed or both but every time that he seems just gaga in love with her she has a slight reserve to her reaction yeah where the whole time I was like oh she's gonna dump him so she can move on and do something else yeah I don't mean in a, like a brutal way. She just seems sort of like her dreams were bigger than his. Yeah. Well, she seemed to approach it almost as like, well, of course, you, like, of course you like me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Oh, man. Can I just read you a quote from her? From yes. Kim Cattrall? Please. Uh, and this is from a very old, this is like uh, an article from the time when the movie came out. Mm. Wow. She says, I've become more of a leading lady instead of like the girl. All the other movies that I've done, I played the girl, and the plot was around the guy. I've never had anybody to do special lighting for me or find out what clothes look good on me or what camera angles are best for me. In this movie, I learned a lot from it. It's almost like learning from old Hollywood techniques. I've always been sort of a tomboy. I feel great being a girl wearing a dress. Hmm. That whole idea of just never... Like anyone even considering what clothes look good or what lighting mm-hmm. or just like literally being there as essentially a mannequin or a muse for the dudes. I don't know. I'm just telling you my mind is blown. Yeah. All mm-hmm. the layers. Like a uh, so many soup. layers. Mm-hmm. Like a roast soup. <laughs> soup. Wow. Did you say I, said, soup? I said soup, but oh. now I'm thinking about is roast beef soup layered? What is roast, What's roast beef, beef soup? <laughs> I don't know. It's what you thought I said. <laughs> And is, is it layer? Is this our inspiration moment? <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is our window display, roast yeah. beef soup. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I have a quick question about window displays. Yeah. When he, when Estelle Getty is like, you did it, do it again. Did he steal Hollywood's job? I'm unclear what his job is compared to his, okay. Jonathan's job. More than one window. That is another question I had is like, People are like, oh my gosh, look at how great this window display is, which makes me think that the prior windows displays were not that good. But come on, if Hollywood's making those window displays, they must be pretty good. I think they were good. I think he just did not add a tennis ball that moved. It's the movement. Yeah, which I think she's, yeah, yeah, she's probably doing all the mechanics. She definitely did all the Mm -hmm. mechanics because she was like, look at this nail gun I almost killed you with. Oh my gosh. And for some reason made like a pew pew noise. (laughs) Yeah. And also he, the first window display, he fully passes out and then it's done in the morning. Yeah. She did the whole thing, right? She for sure did the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a quick, just for people who haven't seen this movie, if you want to understand why Hollywood Montrose is so great, Beth's Beyond Betrothed made the comment that it seems like Jordan Peele's character in the Gremlins 2 sketch mm. is basically this character, and that is absolutely the case. Yeah, for like, sure. He is for sure just doing an impersonation of this character. I looked up a photo of him, and he's wearing it's like those the same sunglasses, glasses, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the like swoopy with yeah, yeah, like yeah. the little fin on the side. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. amazing. Hollywood Montrose. Uh, so. Now he's a, he's the muse. He's the true muse. Yeah. Really. Yes, fine. I have no doubt that Prince and Company will continue to be profitable even after. Yeah. Because I actually thought it was a very sweet touch at the end. So is he ordained? Hollywood Montrose is ordained. Is what? Is he ordained? Because he's like I think performing he did an internet ordination. In 97? Okay, but I couldn't tell Mail if order. he was... Was he performing the ceremony? I think so. Yeah. Because there was, okay, he was standing there and then the couple was standing in front of him yeah. and then Estelle Getty and then another man who I thought was maybe a priest. 
I, I think, think so. it was probably Rocket the dog who had been reincarnated oh. as a human. Yes, yeah. beloved character, Rocket the dog. <laughs> Rocket dog. <laughs> uh, but it's a very sweet moment because yes. it, they're modeling and they look like they're mannequins and then they come to life for right. the I do's. It's sweet. And but then it's there's a freeze frame. Weird. I, the whole movie is weird. <laughs> By the end, you just accept that this is the best way for it to, to resolve, except that Disagree. I would have enjoyed a cut, too, with her, like, inventing something cool. Yeah. Like, uh, with the dog, like, yes. running around. Yeah, Randolph comes up with the rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rudolph's got a little name plate that says, like, Vice President of Cuddles or something. Oh, yeah. yes! Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get to... Our final reviews of the movie we just watched, Mannequin. We like to turn to a certain text-based platform, uh-huh. Discord, uh-huh. Um, and we put out the calls for Q's and C's, uh, questions and comments, Molly. These are for our patrons? <laughs> These are for our patrons. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of drama this week. Oh. In that Molly stepped in. Yes. Which I support. Sure. Uh, normally, it's me. And then sometimes when I forget, it's also Dan. Thank you. Prompting and sometimes people. it's also Beth. Oh, I've never done it, I don't think. Oh, have never I? Mind? I don't know. I do other things. Beth's, doing other things. <laughs> yeah, Beth's, Beth's busy. Beth's pretty busy. This is the one things. thing that the three of us do. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we contribute. Yeah. We can uh, post to a forum yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. And Molly, I don't know if it was a bit or not that you got the date wrong and referred to questions and comments <laughs> as questions and answers or not. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were trolling me <laughs> or if it was just, you were just wrong. We may never know. We'll never know. Well, that's never my know. little mystery to figure out. Yeah. Anyway, five new friends. <laughs> fan engagement. Fan engagement. We're engaging with fans. Right Questions and comments. Joshy asks, Mannequin has long been a guilty pleasure of mine. What are your guilty pleasure films that you return to for comfort from time to time? I think Joshy, not to dox him, is wow. Josh Young. Sounds like you're wow. doxing him. Wow. It's, it's oh, wow. I think. I mean, the names are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> Connect the dots. Listen, there's certainly evidence yes. to suggest it. Yeah. I think I would have to answer honestly, Sweet Home Alabama. Which mm. one is that? It has Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. and she plays a woman. Orlando Bloom? What? No, oh. absolutely not. What am I thinking of? Something else. All right. Are you thinking of Elizabethtown? Yeah, that movie wow. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, in this one, she's originally from Alabama, and she moves to New York and becomes a famous designer and is about Ooh. to marry basically like a... JFK Jr. type, mm-hmm. um, but Candace Bergman is in it. And Does she meet a cowboy and fall in love? No, she goes back home to get an official divorce from her. Or that, that's one where she's at the bottom of the stairs and she's like, get down here and give me a divorce. It's so cute. Oh, she has a first husband. Yeah. She has a first I husband. Who's not Matthew McConaughey, but, but might as well. really seems like it. I mean, definitely had Matthew gotcha, McConaughey gotcha, gotcha. in mind. Okay. But I mean... I don't know. There's just something very comforting about that movie. Mm-hmm. And I will just turn back to it to watch over and over again mindlessly, even though I don't really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, For sure. please don't put on my tombstone, Here Lies Molly Chase, her favorite movie was Sweet Home <laughs> Alabama, sure. I mean, which may or may not be a little bit racist. I don't think actually the movie is, but the Sweet Home Alabama 
the song. Just to be clear, none of us have legal authority to say what goes on your tombstone. I don't know. I've just heard people just sort of whoever is there. Okay, listeners, make I mean- sure if you find for whatever reason, if for whatever reason at some point you find yourself in charge of the epitaph for Molly Chase of yeah. Toad's Recall. <laughs> Let it be known. She loved Sweet Home. <laughs> but don't put that on the gravestone. Yeah. The movie, not the song. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, just maybe. clarify it. Yes. True. No, I don't I don't care for the song. I don't know. I guess, I mean, this is going to sound so annoying, but I don't feel bad about the things I like. Wow. <laughs> oh, that is Must, annoying. Isn't it? Nice. Okay, but do you have like a comfort movie then? Do I? I guess it's just like turning on the Hia channel on Roku. The what? There's a Hia channel on Roku that just plays like mostly Hong Kong action movies. Hell yeah. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Hmm. I, okay. I don't do this so much anymore because I don't watch live TV. Mm. Uh, But like anytime 13 going on 30 was on Mm. or Miss Congeniality. Oh, Yes. Or Legally Blonde. Yes. I would be like, yeah, I'll watch the, the rest of this. Yeah. 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 Okay. I agree with I agree with Legally Blonde and Miss Congeniality. Wow, I'm changing hard. my answer. I recently watched Miss Congeniality on a plane. Okay. And it was delicious. It was so nice to just go back to something comforting. Great. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of sexual harassment in the workplace in that one. Oh, oh no. Sure. See, I haven't even seen it that recently. See, the FBI seems like it would be on the up and up. Right. Oh, that's But right. it's sexually charged with Benjamin Bratt. So <laughs> we let it slide. <laughs> Benjamin Bratt. Also, there's some, like, oh, no. There is some homophobia in it. You know, anyway, don't go back and watch it. Unless you want to go back and watch it. What is happening? <laughs> oh, no. Josh is that your tombstone? Up, so your tombstone is, go back and watch, don't go back and watch Community Congeniality unless you want to go back and watch it. <laughs> Benjamin Bratz. Benjamin Bratz. <laughs> How about you also, Dan? I, I'm terrible at like re-watching things now. I mean, I certainly as a child when I had, you know, no agency or money and I mm-hmm. just watch whatever films we already owned. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, for me, like, my, what you're describing is, like, point break. Like, oh, yeah. the rules, though. I'm just saying, like, that's one of those movies where, like, if I come across it, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I can watch this. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like, I usually mostly, I don't know. Like, I usually just, like, I just go back to, like, random scenes of things that I find on YouTube that, like, pop in my head that delight me. Like every, at least once a year, I'll go back to that Tim and Eric sketch where Paul Rudd has a computer that has him dancing on the screen. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I have to look that up. You've never seen it? No. It's pretty oh, good. Oh, Celery Man. Okay. It's great. I'm looking it up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or I'll just like remember. Yeah. I don't know. Also nine to five. Great. Oh, yeah. That's great. But also good, right? Like you like that you like it. Well, yeah. I guess but we're it's comforting. Comfort. Okay. Yeah. Also... Great Muppet Caper. Hell yeah. Oh, great choice. I watched that like a hundred times. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Office Space. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, for sure. Great. Thank you, Joshy. Sorry Thank we... You. I'm sorry I'm shitty at answering questions. <laughs> well, I think we all were pretty shitty at answering this question yeah. since none of us arguably answered the question. I mean, Molly had I at least three like epithets. five times. <laughs> yeah, but you kept walking back on it. Listen, I didn't... That was not part Your of the question. Your tombstone is going to be enormous. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Have whatever <laughs> size three gravestone Three of us get to want. decide. And I, for my part, I'm fine with Molly having a huge gravestone. I, so. have, I have issues with it. Okay. Well, okay. We'll take it up in committee. Just use tiny font. 
We'll take it up in committee. Yeah, please. <laughs> Fra asks, what is more common in film? Ancient Egyptian magic or gods, Native American magic or curses, or ancient Chinese magic? What was the first part? What is more common? Oh. I mean, they're all bummers most of the time in the way that they explain. Like, I feel like, okay, here's, here's my rundown in my head. I feel like uh, if it's horror, it's Native American. Mm. If it's comedy, it's Asian or South Asian. Yeah. Uh, and then I can't remember another movie where Egyptian magic is involved. It feels somehow very late 80s, early 90s, Egyptian curses. Mm. Feels like tight, but I also when can't did they, uh When did they the start mummy? sending shit out of that tomb? Was that back in like the 40s or the 30s? Oh, or? oh yeah. when was the 80s with the, um, oh, that annoying guy that's a Fox News commentator now? Geraldo? Used to be on Twitter. Yeah, Geraldo Rivera. Was doing a live breaking into a so, tomb. Is that Al Capone? Oh, no, it was Al Capone's Al safe or something. Yeah, oh. and there's like nothing in there. Yeah, LOL. Haha, <laughs> gotcha, Geraldo. Ruined his career. Sure did. Yeah, he <laughs> never worked again. I mean. Well, and I was also trying to think like Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bengals came right. out in the late 80s. So I'm just trying to figure out if there was something in the yeah. zeitgeist. Yeah. Wasn't there one? Didn't we? Didn't people open up Tutankhamun's? Yeah. Tomb. But when mm-hmm. was that? In like the 90s or 80s? I feel like it was, I was alive. Mm. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Did we like have a war with Egypt in the 80s that I'm forgetting I don't think about? think so. Like a quiet one, like a Reagan war. Sure. Oh, that was everywhere. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Was Egypt one of the spots? Well, no we'll never know. We'll no never know. know. Sorry for being shitty at answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking them. The reference machine comments, mannequins are one of my deepest fears. <gasps> yeah. Oh, friends, Ugh. fear friends. The moment she turns, <laughs> the moment she turns into a human, the yeah. first moment, oh. jump scare. So scary. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. And you know, it's coming too. Cause that mannequin looks a lot like her. Like, yeah. They did a good job. <laughs> they did. Like, yeah. He was I really good at six coming of up. them with different facial expressions. Huh. How, really? Did you, you just clocked that from watching the movie. You did counted you count the number them? of facial expressions <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> No, I did a quick search on a site. Okay. Okay. Tetsuger asks, Kim Cattrall, (laughs) better in Mannequin or Big Trouble in Little China? Oh. Hard. That's hard. I mean, got a bigger role in this one. Yes. But she's very charming. She's very charming and funny in Big Trouble in Little China. I feel like she... She took good comedy chops there, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she had... I feel like maybe she had a bigger ask in... Big trouble, but not as big of a role, if that makes any sense. Mm. Right? Because, like, in this one, yeah, like, Molly was saying, like, she kind of is just, like, feeling pretty good about herself. Like, she's very self-actualized in this movie. And she's great. And she doesn't have to, like, bust open a door and no. say, I'm a journalist here to report on what's <laughs> happening. Or, like, she was, like, Judy Law or whatever, right? Yeah. She was yeah. Law. Yeah. Yeah, so she was less cartoony. I think she played this character pretty real, Agreed. but in a manner consistent with the over-the-top yeah. direction that seemed to be given across the board. Yeah. I, I can't pick one. You know what? Same. She's just that good. She's that good. I would pick this movie. Sorry being, for being shitty at answering questions. <laughs> Beth, do you want to have an opinion? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's great in both. Okay. Uh, Loss asks, have you ever been attracted to a department store mannequin? 
Probably when I was a teen. Probably, yeah, right? I mean, like, you, <laughs> really? So you like, yeah, man, when oh, you're, you're a like, boys, oh nightmare. <laughs> Listen. Okay, now we know why this movie was made. When you're, when <laughs> I you, was like, I don't understand it. When you are awash in hormones, but they've like just started to kick in. Like, you don't even, it's not even conscious tonight. It's like your brain will just be like, that cloud looks like a boob. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, do, why do they give the man against nipples? Yeah. What's Jonathan? that doing? Yeah. You gotta see... Yeah, where the shirt looks like, I guess. I guess. I guess. Where it's very cold. Yeah. yeah. At all temperatures. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like, don't most mannequins not have nipples, though? I don't know. Kim Cattrall's mannequin definitely has nipples. It does, yes. We're shown that by the film. Yeah. That's what took him a month. Ah, you think he added those on? Absolutely. Like the oh. default parts are. He's the nipples? Joel Schumacher. <laughs> that of was the thing he was sculpting <laughs> the whole time. That's why you're so inspired. Oh, I had to get them perfect. perfect. <laughs> oh boy, Jonathan sculptor. We Jonathan. Oh yeah. Mm. Too obvious. Yep. Nipples switcher. Old <laughs> Jonathan nipple switcher. <laughs> Carzon asks, "Does mannequin have the same energy as Splash and Weird Science?" Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's, yeah, it's kind of this 80s. But isn't weird, weird science? Wasn't weird science, science they were like, she actually was built by horniness? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same. She was movie. erected by horniness. Oh, boy. Molly. <laughs> oh, nice. Hell yeah. I love this. <laughs> and then Splash. Tom Hanks is horny for a mermaid, right? Yeah. Tom Hanks is horny in every single one of his movies. Go back and go through Tom Hanks' wow. oomphra. What? One? Clock Gold. it. Clock it. Every single time. At one point, you're just like, that dude is horny. <laughs> All right. Well, Bridge of Spies, yeah. horny for those bridges. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Road to Pem... Perdition. Perdition. Pemberton. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm, yeah. Uh, I will say though, I feel Horny like horny for mob violence. Sorry, <laughs> the energy of this movie is so different than I think any movie I've ever seen. Mm. Oh, I can't believe how much I'm enjoying this movie. Yeah, it is so different. Like it's frenetic and '80s and has the synth music throughout, and so all of the tropes are there. But it's like the dials are turned up, but only in certain areas. Yeah. Like. I, I don't even know how to explain like it. They, it's, it's not like wall they to wall have an engineer actually yeah. like switching them as it goes. Right? Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. Well, thank you, patrons. Thank you, thank patrons. You. Sorry, we're shitty at answering questions. Yeah. And did you know this film won an Academy Award? What? For, for soundtrack? For Best Original Song <gasps> by Starship. Oh. oh. Is that the montage song? No, that's the... At the that's the... <laughs> Nothing's going to stop us now. That's written for this movie? Yeah. Amazing. That song slaps. That song yeah. does slap. We didn't talk about that montage, though, Hell which yes. also is insane. That's like their falling in love first montage where they like travel through time costume-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but oh, that's apparently what was are happening. always in the department store, which is insane. <gasps> do you think he was role-playing all of her previous lovers through time? Whoa. Yes. I do. Whoa. Yep. yep. Now, now I do. Now we think that that is what was happening. Wow. Wow. She was like kind of giving a history of like her deal. Yeah. Like and her sexual like, exploits. Sexual history, yes. <laughs> and sexual history was- of banging. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. It's a responsible thing to do with a new it partner. It is. Exactly. You must clarify. Yeah. I mean, need you honestly, to role play all the artists who have come before down you. in Columbus, man. Like that dude is probably riddled with oh, sure. disease. I mean, oh. yeah, he brought disease to the new world. Yeah. Just. You a, know what I mean? Just yeah. like a spoiled pickle down there. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> 
also like, just what a crap dude, man. Columbus? Yeah. The position of this podcast, by the way, is that Christopher Columbus sucks. Yeah. Yeah. We should stop having a holiday. I'll stand by that. Yep. That's like the first thing I've agreed on. Maybe ever. On the position of the podcast. Local reference. Get rid of that fucking statue, unless we already did. It has gotten to the point. Didn't they pull it down? Yeah, but didn't. A couple years ago? I don't remember. What get pulled down? The Columbus statue in front of the Capitol. Oh, sorry. I don't remember. Okay. It got uh, pulled down. I don't know if no, it got it pulled down. No, it came down. I don't okay. know if it was re-erected or not. Molly. No, it's not been <laughs> re-erected. Good. Maybe it's in some rich Italian-American I mean, style. I'm sure there's like a thousand other so Columbus many. statues yes. in the cities. Yeah, take them down. Yeah. I just want to say that certain things have become so prevalent on this podcast that they have infected my regular life. Go for it. And one of them is also Dan and only also Dan's assertion <laughs> that it is the canon of this podcast oh, that no, there should be more this. flaccid dogs. Oh, no. that's yeah. I mean, that's a universal truth <laughs> podcast wide. Yeah. yeah. And also the fans are clamoring fans for Fans are it. clamoring <laughs> for it. Literally nobody is clamoring. I watched it's our Eastern promise on that a, we want more. <laughs> Large streaming service. I watch uh-huh. the Righteous Gemstones, uh-huh. and there is Flaccid Dawn. Oh yeah, in almost every episode. It's amazing. And it's every amazing. time it came on, I was like, Dan Linden would love this. I did. I watched that show, and every time I was like, I salute the TV. Yeah, well, it doesn't salute. I that. send a dollar. Wow. Wow. Wow, Dude. Beth. <laughs> Don't want equality. Yeah. Sorry, you didn't want. Sorry. Yeah. I think I just broke. Guess we'll just go back to exclusively objectifying women in all media. (laughs) That's what you want, Beth. More nipples on mannequins. That's the Beth Gibbs way. (laughs) Our rating scale, as we all remember, is Mannequin Shenanigans, Ah, which is a prank show uh, created and run by mannequins. Um, The magical mannequins a la Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Um, In which they get people into situations and then turn into mannequins. I think yeah. that's the central conceit of the pranks, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Great. Or they start out as mannequin mannequins and then become oh, animated. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But either, either way, way, they freak people out. Yeah. People get freaked out. And it's yeah. fun. It's nice. a mannequin shenanigan. <laughs> they say it every time. Yeah. And Dan, uh, you gave it four. Yes. You thought it would be wild and yes. you would enjoy it. Yes. Mannequin but shenanigan. You're watching the shenanigans. It's on at eight central time. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Watch out. Might be a shenanigan. So they they were. See that again. It's a shenanigan. Just to be clear. In slow mo. It's a shenanigan. So just to be clear, they were confident enough. In the stain part of the show that they wrote the airtime into the lyrics of the theme song. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's that confidence. is balls. They had it. some really strong, uh, strong footage yeah, yeah, yeah. of the head of the studio. Oh, blackmail. Yeah. I see. Wow. So that's the In best a way compromising to- position with a mannequin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, the first prank. The first yeah. shenanigan. Yeah. Wow. I had to green light the whole series. Just they to work for the CIA? Keep his marriage together. What? Do you think the show is a psyop? They work for the CIA. <laughs> I do. I do. I also think that. Mannequin. No mannequins. <laughs> We're definitely not part of the CIA. <sighs> Mannequin. <laughs> He's got radioactive blood. That explains the mannequins. They're filled oh. with radioactive blood. Oh. Okay. And seeds, of course. Oh. <laughs> of course. 
<laughs> Remember, this Boy, is Molly. all Molly's yes, fault. 100% <laughs> Listen, so we it, had that, uh, <laughs> that theme song professionally recorded. I don't know why you're all upset. <laughs> no one's upset. No one's upset. No one's mad. No one's mad. We're having Beth fun. Is having fun. ready for this podcast to be over. That's <laughs> true. Forever. Dave, wow. you gave it a four. Wow. How about now? Um, yeah, it was wild. It was. It was like it. It wasn't as wild as I was like I was expecting it to be like fully like having a breakdown like I was with Casper where I'm just like, why is this sudden? Like, what are these choices that are being made? But the choices as absurd as they often were, were like pretty consistent. Like, I feel like there weren't that many like curveballs thrown into the movie. It was just kind of straightforward. Like mannequins alive. He's going to bang the mannequin. And other people want the mannequin for reasons they even don't fully understand. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was ridiculous. I'll give it a four. I'll stick to four. For my my main man, Hollywood Montrose, if nothing else. Yep. With that car. Oh, goddamn. The <gasps> longest catalog in the world. And he takes the time to put a cover uh, over Which it. says Custom Hollywood on it. Cover. Yep. Was that a Cadillac? I don't know cars. I'm dumb. I don't know what car it was. It okay. was a huge. It was huge. Huge. I'm pretty sure it was a Cadillac. Great. Okay. Car expert is spoken. <laughs> yeah. I know so much <laughs> Beth about Gearhead Gibbs. That's right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You want more? No, I'm just like. <laughs> Are you trying to think of a Marissa Tomei joke? Because I am. Why? No. Because no, of my cousin Vinny. Yes, yeah. thank you. This my biological has gone podcast. off the rails. <laughs> this is exactly why Josh picked this movie. I think Josh knew knew it would just like subtly break our brains in such a way where like we would just slowly lose it as the night went on. Yeah. I was trying to merge Gibbs and Gearhead. Beth uh, Gearbs head. <laughs> but then also the K was like I was trying to make the K something. And then Beth Carr Car. Gearbs. Gear, Beth Carr Gearbs head. Perfect. Yeah. Beth Carr Gears. I believe I gave it four. I believe that's true. That's right. You gave it four. You thought it'd be fun. I think it was fun. I uh, I enjoyed it and had a good time. Do I have any more information than that? I do not. It was fun. Great. Okay. Four. Stick, stick it with it. All right. I also gave it a four. Don't remember why. But I went through a journey thinking about <laughs> what to rate this. I was originally thinking, like, I enjoyed that a lot. Maybe I should go higher than I predicted. Mm-hmm. But then I tell you, I was buoyed by Molly Molly's brain breaking of, like, <laughs> is this a multi-layered roast beef soup of a movie. (laughs) And I think it might be. So I'm going up to five. Wow. The soup has spoken. That's right. Uh, You gave it a four and a half. Yeah. Expecting to either go five or zero. And indeed I am going five. Wow. Thank you, Josh Hollywood young. Whoa. Suggesting this movie. I have not. Are you trying to do you something just right replaced now? Just, I'm always trying to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, it really broke my brain. I'm pretty sure it's art. I think it yeah. is a, a, a... You made a solid case. Thank you. I will, I will add to that case, not at all, and just give it a five. Wow. Great. It sounds like we're in a full season of Mannequin Shenanigans from this table. Oh, yeah. yeah if you add it all up. Yeah. Or at least a streamer season. Oh, yeah. Those jerks. What? 
That's what streaming services do now is they make the first deal, like whether the show does well or doesn't do well. If it just does a season, they just get a flat rate, like show creator. And then they don't get like a big increase until like seasons two or three, it goes way up, which is why all my favorite shows have gotten killed after one season or maybe two seasons. Yeah. Well, maybe the new agreement with between the writers guild and the producers whatever that stands for have changed the game Fran Drescher hail 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 Fran All Drescher our hopes. Yeah. All our hopes Roxy seemed like kind of like they couldn't get Fran Drescher oh interesting oh. or she did great I don't want, I don't want to put her down but it I feel like Fran could have also played that role for sure she had similar energy you know, I wonder if all of them were like, we need you to play to Fran Drescher's energy. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe she was the muse for the whole thing. Because the whole thing that Was she energy- a mannequin on set? Was she Whoa. the one left in the store? Oh. <gasps> the one that was, like, looking so sad yeah. in the corner. Yeah. That seems I, right. That was not an accident. Because the Egyptian god sent her to the future, and she learned she'd be the president of the Writers Guild of America <laughs> at a time when the networks... When they need you. When they need her, mm-hmm. Yes. And just to go back to the artistry of this movie, the last time we see the window before the wedding, it is set up to be ancient Egypt. It has sand there and it has a woeful woman in the corner. And a little sphinx. And a little sphinx. Yeah. Yeah. She's stolen from the Egypt setup. Ruby the dog was inside that sphinx. And at a certain point, the sphinx just stands up on four little bulldog legs and it just, no, it's not Oh, I thought you meant that he was dead and mummified. No. I don't know. You're the one who thought he was dead. Well, then he can be with uh, King Patrol in the afterlife. And travel through time together. That's cool. I was just trying to get to the idea of a cute little sphinx prop that suddenly stands up on four little bulldog legs. Yeah, that's great. And hobbles off. That would be so cute. Yeah, but it didn't happen. So Rambo's dead. When does wow. this, this come what? out? 87. No, this episode. Oh. 87. Whoa. Sending it back. Wow. Uh, Send us your fat babies and oh, pets for Halloween. Yes. Is that timely? Yes, it is. This okay. Will, Just around the corner. Nice. Okay. Dress up your bulldog like a sphinx. And send it to Molly. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah. Put it on. Your tombstone. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Bold move to put it pet in a costume on your as your epithet like a picture yeah but like carved in there right can't you do like a thing now where you can like have a little fresco or something and can you put a tv on there probably yeah solar powered tv Why not? or something you just which trademarked okay so what <laughs> what do you want to put on the tv the dog yeah like a slideshow of the dog oh like a slideshow i thought it was just gonna run like episodes of benson or something like nonstop. benson you mean becker no, I'm just the mean t- like. Ted <laughs> <laughs> Danson show? Yeah, or he's a dentist, right? I thought he was a doctor. I thought he worked Dentists in a bar. <laughs> Sorry, that's cheers. What? <laughs> Jetpack dog? Wow, <laughs> 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 well, you're in a Sphinx costume. Wow, I'm back. It's me, Jetpack dog. Um, Did you just come from ancient Egypt, Jetpack yeah, dog? That's right. I've traveled uh, all the way there with the moral of the episode, which is... You can dance. You can dance. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Everything's under control. Good lesson, Jetpack dog. You can wrap up the podcast oh i said gosh. everything we're gonna say now wow thank you and sorry to josh young it's 3 a.m i must be here. 
You did this. You did this, Josh. Congratulations. It's been a while. Oh my gosh, Molly's broken. We literally, Mannequin has truly broken Molly. Now this is art, baby. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.